Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Yeah, 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, at Undercity Comics. Keeping up with the nerds presents issue 187. My name is Brian. Renee. And welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Can you believe that we have 13? You're clapping too hard, could you, man. Could you, could you really stop doing that in the mic? Just tap. Just touch, touch tips. Golf clap. Touch tips. Golf clap. Touch tips. Ah! No, just kidding. I can't do it. Why are you screaming? I'm good. I'm feeling good. You're yeah. one of my children. I'm, feeling, I'm happy, dude. It's like one of my students. Ah! <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. I it's won. a happy Friday, dude. I literally happy Friday, happy Friday to you. I had happy, a student today. Happy Friday I, to you. Dude, happy Friday to you. Literally, I had a student today. No one today cares about your students. Who turned around uh-huh. and as I was sitting in a chair, mm-hmm. went, oh. <laughs> and licked my arm. How old is? How old are your students again? Four. That makes sense. Oh, oh no, he's five. But anyway, no, that isn't unacceptable. Yeah. A five-year-old shouldn't do that. <laughs> and then he, he put his no better. And then he put his hands down his pants. It was it was a it was a weird day. It was a weird day. Wait, I was gonna say, wait, that that kid should know because COVID. No, that kid was like one years old <laughs> during COVID. He licks everything. It's you know, would you much rather have that or just like random Fortnite dances? Fortnite dances. Really? Because mm-hmm. I can make fun of them for that. <laughs> You're not doing it right here. Let me show you how to floss. No, I don't know how to floss. Want to hear something sad? Anyone? Let me, let me show you the gritty. I, I Anyone don't... that was born in 2000 is 24 now. Shut your freaking <laughs> mouth, dude. I wasn't going to say it. I almost did. But shut your <laughs> mouth, dude. I've yeah. already had. The... You know what? I, someone at work told me today. What? They're doing a. Um, she uh, One of the dietitians I work with. Yeah. She's a DJ. So she'll like do events for like hip hop up and coming artists. Does she artists play oldies? Like, like no, dude. She boys. got invited to a freaking bar that's doing uh-huh. elder emo night for people twenty one years and old. Wait, hold on, oh, what? And I'm like, that's elderly. That. That's elderly. That's elder? Why is that elder? I just that's realized my this question, dude. I'm like, why? Why are we saying twenty one and over is elderly? Yeah. Excuse me. I'm in my prime of my life, dude. You're not twenty one. I'm not. I'm You're 30. definitely well over that. I'm thirty You're, years old. When's your AARP card coming? <laughs> right. When can I apply for the senior citizen discount? At this Honestly, point? stop. We it's, are closer to that age. No, are do, we? No, no we're yet. halfway. We're halfway there. But also, those discounts are pretty sick. They are. They pretty have you seen those they senior are. discounts? Like, I'm not gonna lie. No, it works out. They're, and they're, they're like, pretty good. In the buses, they only pay like fifty cents. I, have I to pay, know. I have to pay a dollar seventy-five. Wow, dude, a whole <laughs> a whole dollar and twenty-five cents more. Hey. Listen, you don't man. live the lifestyle I have That's to live. Have to stay, all right, I don't live comfortable every, like every you. Do- okay? can, no, we don't. <laughs> every penny counts. Money yeah. is rare. When I get my when I get my paycheck, I'm already stressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's already pre gone. Like I don't have anything. I had to like really think about buying this. I shouldn't have bought that banana pudding, but I did, man. <laughs> Do I regret it a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. And that's why we're starting a GoFundMe. Yes. <laughs> but it's not for because Renee's sick. It's because Renee just needs to live. So. It's expensive. Especially living in California. 
being poor in California oh does not work out right now. Well, <laughs> could you imagine if you were, you know, if it was the way that it was and you were in Montana, you'd be rich. I would be. You'd be. I would be. You'd be well off. Mm-hmm. A lot more shootings, but in, in schools, dude, you yeah. could pay your you could pay your you could pay your rent in meth, and you'd be fine, right? Yeah, you could pay for protection, bro. Mm. What protect? You can't buy condoms in me. Not <laughs> no, in Utah, uh, in Utah, like the, to avoid birth control, they just do soaking. Oh my god, soaking <laughs> is hilarious. I love that so, Sean, so much. I, Sean, Sean is off yeah. camera right now. Mm-hmm. His face said, I don't know what soaking is. You don't know? Yeah. <gasps> oh, yes. So no don't look it up. Reason. Don't look yeah, it up. Don't look it up. So okay. Soaking rule 34. Soaking no. rule 34. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so in case anybody doesn't know, yeah. soaking no, is- No, it was a PG audience. Bro. I understand that. It's so, not a PG audience. So, Our demographic's over 30. Yeah, no, it was. And it's males. So Our demographic no, is we, like- We started getting some more females. Oh, we did. cool. Uh, but they like the gross stuff too. But those females are from Ukraine. I'm oh, not yeah, sure okay, where. Yeah, no. I'm not sure what those are. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, what was it? Soaking is when a guy gets on top of a girl, and then he then inserts and then just holds there. That's it. It's like you're idolizing the whole time. Then it's what like you putting can, a hot dog in a bud. Then it if there. you're now and then you have to have a really good friend. Yeah. Because then the friend, while you're soaking in it, then pushes on the bed. To make the bodies gyrate because, and to go up and yeah. down. And in the eyes of the Mormon God, I don't know. I'm Christians, too. Christians, yeah. Christians do it. Uh, that's considered, you're still celibate. You're Because te- technically you didn't, <laughs> because you didn't thrust yourself. Yes. You have a person that's, it's kind of like, um, what is it, uh, from Zach and Miri? What is it? Oh, oh, oh Dutch a, Runner. D- Dutch Runner, yeah. A Dutch Runner. Yeah, Dutch Which Runner, way, yeah. Do you know what a Dutch Runner is? No. Okay, we should, we should do a Dutch rudder later. No, um, absolutely so not. A Dutch rudder is when let's say me and let's say me and Renee are looking at each other. Yeah. I grab onto mine, and then Renee grabs onto his, and then I grab my, his arm, yes. and then he grabs mine, and then we kind of do that, just work and we just arms. work it. Yeah, and then we can't look at each other, and then you know, so and then we don't look at each other in yeah, the eye because because you know that's frowned upon. So yeah. here's 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 how. Okay, so. What I'm learning from here is if you are not intentionally doing the action, it doesn't count. Exactly. So if 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 a job does random drug testing and I didn't voluntarily inject the drugs in me or consume them because someone else did it, mm-hmm. then technically. I feel like you need to watch Zach and Mary make a porno. <laughs> I think I saw it like once a long time ago. That movie's amazing. It is. You know what movie they're making a sequel for? Hmm. Project X. Why? I don't, I don't know. Have we, haven't we said enough? No. I think your generation just wants to make a comeback. Is it Project XI? No, it's Project XX. That's the that's the working sequel Why? title. I don't know, dude. Project X wasn't know. even that good. Plus, those so, act- wait. So, I mean, obviously, it has to be a different cast. Yeah, because all those actors now are like older, like yeah. adults at this point. Like, or 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 you kind of make it like an old school. Mm-hmm. kind of version of it oh. where they're older and then they kind of have to like get into like a college so millennials making a party house again like that yeah and then but it's like kind of weird and then they have to kind of go about it and it has zach efron because you have to have zach efron. <sighs> sure why not um chloe moretz you're just naming a dream like, cast? that's that's just the neighbors too yeah basically in all fairness yeah. i feel like neighbors do neighbors did it better like, <laughs> like it's the, the same first one. movie. The first one was good. The second one's good. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing the second one. Twenty One Jump Street was really good. Twenty Two Jump Street had a better uh, joke. No joke payoffs. Oh, are you talking when, about when he meets when the captain? Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was such. That was that's such smart comedy. I'm like mad that I never thought of something like that as well too. <laughs> of what? Of like, remember when uh, Schmidt sleeps oh. with the girl? And come to find out, and, and he high fives everybody. Yeah, he t- and he tells the cap, he tells everyone in the in the precinct, like, He's oh yeah, like, oh, I finally God, you did it. Yeah. him. And then and then come to find out when he goes meets her her parents, it's the captain as the dad. That was such a that was that's a great movie. That's like that, the greatest reveal in cinematic by history. far. One of the greatest reveals because yeah. I love the ticking clock. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a. And then it's like, oh, you know what movie I want to watch to see if it works, if it still ages well? Hot tub time machine. It does. One and it does. Doesn't. No, one does. The first I saw one. It, does. I saw it recently. Oh, really? I saw Hot Tub Time Machine yeah. recently because it was on Netflix. Or it's on Hulu? Netflix. I still. saw. I saw a clip of it. What's the bald guy's name? The actor. The guy that was. They. They basically go and because he's trying to. He's trying to kill, kill himself. himself right? Yeah. What's he's his name to... in real life? That's Sean's on it. Tracking. Sean's on it. But I just. Rob I. Huh? Rob Cordy. Rob Cordy. He is so funny. That's a thing. I love his like deliverance yeah, when he, it comes to jokes and stuff. He was, like on, that. he was on the Daily Show for a while. Oh, he was he? That's where you got to start. Daily oh, Show. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So but, I saw him as the bald, funny dude. Yeah, Rob Rob Corddry yeah. is really good. He he definitely does help to carry too, mm-hmm. but in one, it does hold up. It John, really does. John Cusack doesn't really is not really that funny in that movie in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, but he's I like feel like straight guy. See, I feel I like he's to, supposed to be the straight guy. This is why I need to it though, because mm-hmm. I, was, I watched it a lot when it came out, mm-hmm. and then it just like disappeared. Yeah, but I don't well, know. Well, the the other reason on which I I think you would like Zach and Mary again, like re, on the rewatch, is definitely for um, who's the dude that always has a towel? He's in Time Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, the what's his name? Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was. Actor. I, I was telling him, I think Craig Robinson is the only person that's ever like looked at Kevin Smith writing and then gone, I can make this funnier. And just make it funny. And just make it hilariously funny. Like, I, we gotta, when it comes to your I skits. can take better material make <laughs> yeah. it better. All right, we got to move on because we've got a pretty hefty show for you guys yeah. today. But before we talk about anything that's going to be on the show, don't forget to check out our website, keepingupwithnerds.com. <laughs> check out our socials, Instagram, Facebook. I think it's still active. I don't know if it's there. X.com, formerly known as Twitter. I'm going to call it Twitter. Yeah, I don't just care. Call it Twitter. Twitter. Everyone calls it Twitter. If you log on to Twitter.com, Twitch it still streamers. takes you. Yeah. To, and yeah. OF models call it Twitter. Yeah, there you go. They're uh, the ones that matter. YouTube. Yeah, they YouTube. Make- <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> they keep it going. <laughs> the only ones that keep Twitter going. YouTube.com <laughs> forward slash keeping up with the nerds and check out our audio platforms. Uh, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got a pretty big show, comic strips to start it off. Also, Halo Watch. John and I finally caught up on the last two episodes. Just to let you guys know, Brian's the only one that's watching right at this point. Ooh, I, do I, I have a surprise twist for you, dude? In all fairness, yeah. Madam Web last week kind of sucked stop, the joy out of my life. Stop, dude. I've, so the I, amount of times I've contemplated like just ending it after watching that movie, dude. So, okay. Listen, you, okay, hold you on were, one you second. You were fully on the show last week. Give no. your quick synopsis. I did. No, I, was, no, I no. was depressed. And in all fairness, I, I get it. Madam Web was bad. It wasn't that bad. Oh, it wasn't. Bad. It wasn't bad enough where I go like, hmm. No, I didn't. I if just, this is the world, I should probably stop. Yeah, it. I think it started with like, Morbius, 
And then watching Madam Web, I'm like, oh my god, dude. And then Renee with his, uh, we still got one more in the chamber. And <laughs> I was like, really dude. like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a good dude. joke. It's, it's, it's joke. over, dude. That's I can't. Okay. I can't, dude. Just I, I, I watched Madam Web, and then I went like, Ugh. and then I went. Bad Batch comes out next week. I think I'll I need a straight jacket to watch. Craig there is a reason. <laughs> Star Wars, you saved me Star again. Wars. Ah, there you go. Filoni. Filoni. So we're gonna be Daddy. doing uh, Halo Watch and Bad Batch. We're yes. gonna be watching it, so that's great. And we'll be uh, talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, the live action. Live action. Mm-hmm. Pretty mid reviews, but I think you guys have different takes on it, right? Because you two were the only ones to watch it. I haven't had the chance. You watched to watch two it. episodes. I finished it. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could literally. The show will be out, but and you'll somehow have watched everything. I watched four episodes the day it came out. Yeah, I was I extremely know. tired. I don't know how you do it, dude. I don't know. I was up until four. You're... <laughs> it was a nightmare. And then I went. And then, and then, then I went. Work. And then I went to work at seven. So... Well, that's great. <laughs> then I went um, to go work with kids. I think the one time that's happened to me is when we had to do. Um, we were doing that one night where we had to do like three different videos and a podcast on top of that. Oh, and, where we do it? That was when we did our short. Uh, that was when film, we did right? the Christmas. The Christmas yeah, short, I, think. I think so. Yeah, and then I only got like, like three, four hours of sleep. Yeah, I think and I had to come like to work the next yeah. day. Yeah. So before I jump into comic strips, yeah, I've gotten quite a few comments that people liked our wrestling talk. That's right. Yeah, people do like it. Wrestling mm-hmm. fans are coming out now. It's wrestling uh, WrestleMania yeah. season. Let's move on. No, <laughs> we're not moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. Real quick. So, so we talked about this uh, when we were getting coffee. We were. So I've actually got a couple pieces of news that might interest you, not in comic strips. So uh, Elimination Chamber happened this last Saturday as of Mm -hmm. this being uploaded, right? Mm -hmm. Did you know that Elimination Chamber almost didn't happen on time? How come? Because the parts for Elimination Chamber, yeah. they're re- apparently they're rebuilding it and making it like a lot better than last year's chamber. Oh, I did see I did yeah. see a video of them like reconstructing it and stuff like that. Yeah. So the components that were supposed to be sent over to Australia mm-hmm. were actually delayed because pirates. Oh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Pirates were preventing the shipment from going to from Miami all mm-hmm. the way to Australia because it didn't make any sense as to how it would have happened. Mm-hmm. But supposedly, uh, what's his name? Michael Cole. Yeah. He was the one that kind of said in a statement where that the parts went from Miami to Los Angeles by truck and then from Los Angeles to Australia and then it went on a train to Perth. Whereas originally, mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to go from Miami down to Mexico by sea into Australia. And let me guess. You had Stone Cold Steve Austin standing on the side of the boat, just going like, <laughs> "Come on, brother, let's go!" Stone Cold, the Undertaker, just all just like, just everybody just standing. <laughs> Could you imagine that would be a boat of WWE superstars? That, yeah. No, I think it would be even funnier if they were cardboard cutouts. <laughs> if like as yeah. soon as they were like, the pirates are coming, and then they go, "I got this." <laughs> you just see just all these cardboard, cardboard cutouts, and just <laughs> they got they, the pirates are like. Is that the rock? <laughs> oh my god! Holy, holy hell! <laughs> holy hell! Is that is is that Big Show? Look, look, look right there. The rock's the captain. <laughs> I just I just want Rock to record something of like, why are you guys here? And then them going, we're here to. It doesn't matter why you're it here. Doesn't matter why you're here. You get out of here, you jabronis! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! So that and then they just go, we'll turn around the boat. Just. just <laughs> So, uh, Elimination Chamber almost had delayed. Uh, Austin Theory's back in the news. I don't know who that is. So, Austin Theory yeah. uh, is kind this. of like the mini John Cena because he grew up watching John Cena. I thought he he's was a the, heel. I thought he was like the thought of being John Cena. He kind yes, of wants. That's to, why he's the theory. Well, he wants to. He wants to be a John Cena. <laughs> he wants. I got to, your joke. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> That's why he's the theory. Shut up. <laughs> so, they're doing interviews in Australia. <laughs> Are you showing him Austin? I'm just, I'm just showing him like what he looks like. Okay. That's why he gets an idea. He's like cute. <laughs> he's good. He's, he's got I, good teeth. I, I swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some so, mean teeth, dude. You like, saw the you teeth. saw the interview portion. Yeah, right? yeah. He was in uh, Peru and yeah. And so yes, I know who he is. Can I get to, to can I get to the news? Whoa. Anyway, so he's you know he talks like this only because he doesn't know about wrestling. That's it, dude. Yeah. So one thing that Brian knows I don't regularly I don't do it on purpose. It's yeah, just people like it. What do you want me to do? Dude, look at that bicep. That's fake. There's no way he has a bicep like that. Oh my god. Anyways, yeah. he's doing the interview and the interviewer my says, god. "Hey, wrestling is fake." Or say I I think he it was worded more of like it's not that hard, or because it's because it's fake because it's fake yeah. yeah. And so Austin Theory just went off on the interviewer. Yeah, basically. that's the one thing that wrestlers hate, honestly. And can you blame them? No, that's the thing is that you know, and I'm not trying to be like a hardcore fan. Like, it isn't fake. Well, it, it's it's the one thing that the wrestlers will say, and when it comes to interviews, that yes, it's it's not technically fake. It's just predetermined. And we're going out there and doing this one take show. Exactly. And if stuff happens, you got to work with it. You got to work with it if you end up hurting. Didn't Austin, excuse me, Austin Theory and um, Carmelo Hayes get injured like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's the thing. And it's, uh, that was because, you know, someone, one of them had a little mishap when it came to, you know, jumping off the turnbuckle. But it happens. It happens. It happens. So I don't it's know. It's a I, physical sport. It, it is. is. And it's I, still physical. Yeah. It's still very I'm physical. I'm on Team Austin Theory. Good for him for standing up for the uh, for the for the sport. Yeah. It's, it's entertainment. Thing. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's just it's funny to me that it's it's a known thing in the in the like medium world, you know, is that when you call out wrestling or to a wrestler that wrestling's fake, you're gonna get that reaction regardless. Exactly. So I don't know why this interviewer thought it was gonna be different yeah mm-hmm. last piece of news for funsies mm-hmm. john cena is officially on OnlyFans. is he yeah as no way ricky is it empty the nikki ricky ricky the nikki now what kind of content is he doing on so OnlyFans? nothing has been revealed yet they just found the account as ricky the nikki i'm not gonna lie i kind of wish he would make millions oh no, he probably would. i would love it if it was just blank photos of just of just oh, empty okay. rooms. If it was just empty rooms, you know, and then what? I would say whatever price that is, <laughs> and it was just, just to see, those, and it was yeah. just weird not setups. To see. It's like, a backdrop uh, of a white wall, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, just empty rooms. My ass real quick, right? And it was just, just empty nothing. rooms, and on the bottom it says, "Me with my pants down," right? <laughs> <laughs> And be like, oh, you you want to see some uh, boy girl? And it's just like the girl. Yeah, it's just a girl. You want to you want to see me do some guy on guy stuff? It's just a guy. Just a guy. Be the like... easiest way to get. He didn't have to, to do anything. Yeah, he doesn't have to do anything. Dude, you know literally, an intern such... that an intern could do. Yeah, it would be the easiest gimmick anyone can do, and he would be guaranteed like more millions. Than a million. yeah. yeah, automatically. Okay, but you have to pay me. Cause that's my idea. Or, <laughs> yeah. John Cena, I swear to God, if you steal this idea, I want my money. I will yeah. sue. Or we, we reach we out to John Cena <laughs> and do a sexy photo shoot calendar with him and just like, or for it's him. All blank. And it's I would, all blank. I, I would love yeah. blank photos. Just blank and, we should do, and then just we go should, like, we should just John, make the official we John Cena. We can make that. We can, we can definitely do that. Yeah, can we, we do a John Cena shirt and it's a white shirt? I think, I think, I think the only thing we would have to um, not do is put it under WWE's name. No, we, we can't. No, no, no. We, we'll get a cease and desist. But yeah. if I call it the J Cena, 
the JC calendar, the JC calendar. Yeah. And then it's just like pictures of nothing. Mm-hmm. Just like backdrops. <laughs> or it's just that like would be hilarious. Floating, like. Yeah. Just close. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> a chain, just a chain. Uh, just like, there just jorts. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you just put jorts on the floor? Yeah. The, just, we can just the throw jorts in a, in a photo t-shirt. It's just a little towelet that goes right there. And a little Santa hat. Yeah. Santa hat. Oh my God, we would make millions. Yeah. Because people, people would be would like, people would buy it because yeah. it's hilarious. Oh, that's my John Cena calendar. There's nothing There's nothing on it. I can't right. see him. Exactly. That's exactly right. right. Where is he? He's right there, dude. He's right, He's right there. there. Yeah. Don't you see him? Yeah. I see him. Or can I? Can't see him. Maybe not. You're not a true believer. <laughs> Just like Santa, dude. Oh my God, it's a G. I, that is so amazing. I want that now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, time for comic strips portion of the show where we talk about topics that don't merit a 10 to 15 minute conversation. Are we ready to get going? Let's do it. Speaking about TV shows and movies from our past, Blue Mountain State is back in the headlines. A sequel is currently in development with Alan Richin- Richson? Richardson. Richardson. Richardson mm-hmm. returning as Dad Castle. That's dope. Darren Brooks and Chris Romano also to reprise their roles. Sick. Cool. In Blue Mountain State. That's cool. So part of the reason why this is being brought up again is because of the success of Reacher. Mm-hmm. And I guess people have been watching Blue Mountain State on Netflix again. Mm-hmm. So it's getting popularity again. Uh, what is it? Alan Richardson's <clears throat> doing a movie with Kevin James. It's going to basically uh, it's a, like a comedy duo movie with them two in it. You know what I would love to see them two in it? Mm-hmm. Here comes the boom two. <laughs> I would like that. As, idea, a, yeah. a, as a mixed mm-hmm. martial arts and then That'd be funny. I love Here Comes the Boom. Dude, Here Comes the Boom. I love that movie. That movie's movie. great. Kevin James is I haven't seen that one. Oh, dude, that's good. Kevin, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, the idea is Kevin James is a teacher who uh, is trying to do MMA fighting to mm-hmm. save the music program oh, at his school. Yeah, I might have seen it. And Probably have by accident. That's yeah. the that's the premise of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. he's trying, and he's trying really to like, and then like he's like refinding his love in teaching. Henry Winkle's in it. Yeah. Henry Winkler is in it. Yeah, a lot of these movies I ended up watching on TV, but not knowing because I mean cable, like well, you'll, yeah, yeah, but never like that. The usually when it goes like to TBS or TNT, yeah, yeah. really, because usually when they go to commercial, they're like, oh, and back to oh, here comes the boom. Years and years ago, mm-hmm. that was like early ages of like yeah. cable television. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, you know. Commercials over. Back to the movie. That's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Blue Mountain State back. Cool. In the talks. Um. Legos. That's they a hurt. thing. I, they hurt. <laughs> I thought we were still talking about Blue Mountain State. Okay. No, never mind. Blue Mountain State and Legos. Blue Mountain State. Was it a? Was it the the was it the goat house Lego set? It's a little from Blue Mountain State. <laughs> I honestly do need to finish. I need to re. I need to finish Mountain State. I've only watched like maybe like three. Oh, dude, I watched. No, really. It's, you know what? It's a good show. It, oil change. It, you know what's weird? It's okay. The oil change. I do remember. Yeah. I got to that. I got, got to the, the part with Denise Richards. Get to be in it. Uh, I got to the. I think I got to the condom scene. What? Where? Oh, and the poke when, when she's poking yeah. when, she, when the girl stabs oh, holes in, yeah, in, in the condom, right, yeah. and then he goes like, "Do you have? A, do you have one?" And then he's she's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Let me see it." And yeah. then she, he opens it. He opens it up and he pours beer. a beer in it. Oh, and, that's right. And it just like and it leaks everywhere. And then she's like, "Get out of here!" And she's like, "We would be so beautiful together. Get out of here." Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Get out! Yeah. 
I love why when was that, that so good? I don't know why. <laughs> Alan Richardson just makes that show so much better. Yeah. I, the other episode I remember is where they're getting drug tested for the first time, so they have to all like not do drugs yeah. for the like for a couple days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're like relapse or they're like what is it called when like they can't the withdrawal. Their withdrawal yeah, is withdrawals. like so oh, bad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, and, yeah. and then all oh, the the pocket pussy episode. Oh, that was so funny. Where they share that it's a communal one. Yeah. For the uh, it's, like it's all fads. Fads is pocket <laughs> pussy. And he's in, all like, I got this from my dad, <laughs> and when I put my thing in it, I'm think of my dad. He's all, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck? Do you remember the episode where he like has a dream sequence, and I think it's because he's trying to decide if he wants to stay in Blue Mountain State yes. for another year. Yeah, that episode was so weird. He could he could have gone pro, or he he wants to stay for another year at Blue Mountain State. Yeah. I I don't know why this show never got me. Like for some reason, I would, I would watch like two or three dude, episodes, they, and dude, be like, it has and I would like check out. your humor in it too. Yeah. And I would yeah. che- I would check out, and I'd be like, okay, that's it. It was very raunchy. Oh, I yeah. love raunchy humor. Well, it was during the height of Spike TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. And Spike TV can get away with a lot of stuff. I mean, you have A Thousand Ways to Die, Mansers, and stuff like that. I was around the time about Mansers. <laughs> yeah. Like, and The Man Show. The Man Show, like yeah. So good. Every Spike was I just like... My thing in it, yeah. I think of my dad. I think of my dad. <laughs> so great this is the delivery of that line it was just so great oh, man, I, I love that and then like he finally gets it back he's like i love you dad he's always using it he's like i love you so much all right i gotta give blue mountains to another try dude it's, it's so, so good, good yeah dude, it's so great uh, that makes me want to rewatch it now. i don't know yeah. every time we gotta, talk about it i'm like i have to think about I, watching I, it i gotta rewatch that all right moving back on to legos preston matanga i think is how you pronounce his last name he's the lego animator responsible for the across the spider-verse uh oh. trailer that was all yeah. done in Legos, mm-hmm. and he also did the scene with mm-hmm. um, the Lego scene in the movie itself. Yes. Uh, he released the uh, the trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine mm-hmm. on Legos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys get to see it? No. No. I saw the clip it from uh, which one? the the teaser that he did. I oh, with the, with the the clips. It looks good. It's really good. He's he's gonna be amazing. My question is, why hasn't someone picked him up to do more stuff? Because he's sixteen contract him dude or i hope that like he's a child i mean yeah but he's still. a child well if if, if he's a not child. getting picked up right now america has child labor laws okay brian. If he's not yeah. getting picked up right now two years from now you dude. can't pick up a child brian stop trying to pick up children do you want him to succeed or not i do but okay so then two years from he's now succeeding hollywood, already so hollywood is doing what they normally do is that they wait until they turn 18 and then, and then, they, and then, and then they, they get ab- them, and then <laughs> yeah. then they objectify them. Yes, and that's because <laughs> then it's okay. I'm gonna make <laughs> you a star. They, yeah. yeah, first they Dan Schneider them, and then they. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then when they're oh old, and then god. like they're all used up, they're just like, okay, here, just go off and do your own. This thing was supposed to be a wholesome topic. Somehow you guys yeah, they left her somewhere. Yeah, then they go off and no. put a heart on their face. Stop. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys are interested Scarred. in following him on right. Twitter, uh, it's Lego me underscore the OG. Uh, the kid's great. He he posts a lot of like work that he does. His Instagram account, yeah. there's like a link tree on there if you guys want to follow oh, cool. that. Um, he does a lot of great work, uh, I want, honestly. I want him to have a uh, a Lego master like appearance. Have you ever seen the show Lego Masters? Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is that show still on? Yeah. Oh, good for them. Did you mark yeah. the time? <laughs> Yeah, he was like, "Oh right, oh oh yeah, yeah." Did you forget, Sean? Twenty seven oh three. Anyway, 
uh, what was yeah, it? Yeah, the, Sean, the, 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 Sean is in the room. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, for Lego Master, I do think that that would be interesting if one of the challenges was to make a stop motion video yeah. with the Legos. Mm-hmm. And then like they had to build, because they had to build like their own environment and then like shoot a stop motion video as a challenge. That reminds that me would of be pretty sick. the Parks and Rec episode where... <laughs> ben? <laughs> I've been working on this for weeks. <laughs> and then he plays it and it's like two seconds? <laughs> it's two seconds, yeah. He's like, he goes, oh my God. Wait, hold on, let me see. Just, that goes, can't be it. Goes, oh my God, oh that's my all God. of it. That's, it. <laughs> that's literally what I've been working on. That's my life's work. <laughs> I like how that was the breaking moment for him. That was the realization. He's like, I've been literally working really hard on this thing. <laughs> and that's all of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, moving on to more animation stuff. Batman Beyond Concept Art for an animated series Ugh. was released. It's rough. Um, yes, it's rough, but I'm happy that it didn't go through yet. Um, there's a reason why. So, uh, if you guys haven't seen all over the internet, Batman Beyond Concept Art was released by the director of Across the Spider-Verse, Patrick yeah. Harpin, and the production designer, uh, Yuki... Demers, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. From across the Spider-Verse. Quote, before we pitched, they warned us, there's absolutely no way we can do a Beyond movie. But they loved our enthusiasm. We pitched the outline for the entire film. And what started as a never turned into a maybe. There's a reason why that switch happened. So in the interview, it's alluded that who they spoke to were not people a part of DC Studios. They were just executives from Warner Brothers. Yeah, no, that's that's what even makes it more frustrating that's the thing yeah. is that they didn't send it up the line up down the flagpole that's the thing is that it's really interesting that you know you have the team that did a very successful animated movie of a comic book character mm-hmm. you know and they're like oh we want to do batman beyond it didn't even think of it like oh well that's interesting maybe they could do something with that before the meeting even happened they're like listen we're not planning on doing one ever we're wasting but just tell ta- yeah but we want we'll give you the time to tell us what you have because we were like the thing is that they're saying we respect you as creators and we'll hear you out yeah that's the but we're not going to push forward with this project yeah which, which is really silly absolutely no but sense. honestly that is how hollywood works no yeah. but it's, but it's weird though that because who knows oh, maybe you were able to sway me that's the thing i don't know what it is with warner brothers in general they're is dumb. that when they get like an idea because that's a an amazing idea honestly the, the concept art works the artwork was so good yeah. i mean even though it does look like it is part of ultimate uh, the, the across the spider-verse but it works for for batman beyond i feel does. like you could have tool i feel like you could have you know fiddled with it and made it its own separate thing. That's the thing is that you can across the Spider Verse. To be fair, uses a bunch of different animation styles. Yes. This would be focused on one. So my only counter argument with agreeing why they would say no is that maybe they don't want to struggle with the idea of not having Kevin Conroy in it, which is an easy right. That's the thing is you can easily put that Bruce died. And Terry is now on his own. But, but you I, have so many other voice actors that can play. Well, I mean, in, that's the thing. In, I mean, in, in all fairness, in, in I the think... original anime, that's the thing. You have hardcore fans of Batman Beyond that truly treasure Kevin Conroy. I think at the, I think so, at yeah. this point, if you wanted to do that, I feel like Keaton would be a great choice. Give you know, give somebody else a, a, an awesome you know some time behind the belt so of being Bruce. Bruce Greenwood was good. Yeah, Bruce Greenwood I've would be an said older. Bruce Greenwood he, is good. Yeah. Bruce Greenwood would be a good, uh, which would be yeah. a good older Batman. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. frustration with the last thing that you said, mm-hmm. right, is that you have hardcore Batman Beyond people that really would love to see old mm-hmm. voice casts mm-hmm. or old voice actors reprise their roles in this movie, yeah. right? 
if there were hardcore fans for a Beyond series, mm-hmm. why have they been so quiet about it? They're right having, now, they haven't. Bat- Batman Beyond fans are very loud. Yes, when, I, when I've they... been asking for a Beyond movie or something mm-hmm. well, like since we started the show years ago. Well, My problem is, is that right now the way it's being advertised is that they're pushing for these people to make the movie mm-hmm. because Across the Spider-Verse was so successful. If that's what it's taking to get a Beyond film to mm-hmm. be done, yeah, I'm okay with it. I just want batman beyond to be the centerpiece and not like an oh we're doing the, it in the style of across the spider-verse with beyond as like the yeah cover icing on the cake i don't because i because the thing is that i feel like bruce tim and them did a really great job of making an aesthetic of the way that neo gotham would look like yeah and you can always build off of their original drawings and the way that it looked and everything else to make a stylized version of Neo Gotham. Yeah. My thinking is that the other problem that we have with this is that Warner brothers execs are so concentrated on a universe right now. They are Warner brothers only sees the Disney model as like, this is the only way it works. That's and, the it's so and, ridiculous. and cause the thing is, is that they're making, they, they want to make these movies and then they go, these are great ideas and everything else. But it doesn't connect to another universe. This needs to be able to, because if you look at even what James Gunn was saying inside of his original thing, he said that the games, the cartoons, the movies, everything is going to connect. It's going to be a giant universe that you can then interact with and everything else. That's their original idea for Gods and Monsters. Which is which is great. That, um, that I have it's no It's an problem. interesting idea, but it the problem is. is that when you become too convoluted with everything being connected, then creativity becomes strained. Yes. Because now I'm stuck into a model and I cannot pull out of it. Going back to this idea of like who they, pro- who they probably pitched mm-hmm. this idea to, I have this feeling, and I get it, like, to some degree, not every exec that's involved in the process of this production is going to know, like, what connects to when this even happens with, like, Marvel, right? I can guarantee you it happens. But I feel like it happens more often in Warner Brothers, where the people that have the money in the pockets don't know what's going on. They probably think that the Batman that came out, like, almost two years ago at this point Mm -hmm. is probably connected to the DCU Mm -hmm. when it isn't. And that's kind of the frustrating thing is they probably saw this movie as, like, oh – well, you know, Beyond is never in the plans because we can't really connect it to the main universe right, right. now when mm. it could just exist as its own standalone thing, just like the Batman. And the Batman is the one of the best and most successful versions of mm. that movie, yeah. of that character I mean, to ever come out. Because my thinking is that if you can't have Conroy, I feel like you can't also have Will Ferrell, the mm. person who originally voiced Terry McGinnis. I mean, that's the thing is you would probably have to recast if that's the thing but i don't know i mean i would love if freddo came back you know and did the voice of terry of an older terry yeah you know something sean i understand that you were trying to be quiet and put a post-it note but i can't read what the hell you put <laughs> oh diedrich bader oh my god actor from Brat- batman the brave and the bold <laughs> Which I don't agree with. Honestly. <laughs> no, no, no. Crumble that up. Crumble that up. Uh, y'all throw it back at him. Be like, garbage! Garbage! <laughs> Wait, turn on the mic, Sean. Go ahead and try I want, it. I want to know you, why you, you Dietrich Bader. Pitch, pitch your idea. Yeah, pitch Dietrich Bader. It's never going to happen, but just no. <laughs> no, pitch me Dietrich Bader because yeah. that's, an interest, that's an interesting pick. I mean, he, he's got a lot of range, you know? I feel like... You shut your I mean, mouth. God. <laughs> no, no, but keep going. Batman, no, the Brave and the Bull, I feel it's like... It, it, People kind of slept on it, and he did a really good job embodying like that really comic book 
like iconic Batman that you would get in the detective comics, you know? So I feel like he could probably age it up a bit and still be kind of chiseled and not so cartoony. I feel like Dietrich Bader is the perfect, I'm going to do an Adam West-like Batman. Okay, thank Mm. God. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. Yeah. Those are the clips I've been hearing. I feel, like, yeah. I feel like that's what he, I mean, that's what his designs looks like it's based off of. And yeah. And the animation style is that it's and a very. And the villains, it's, uh, it's the very, whole very, series. It's very close to Batman 66. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, it takes place more of like the the more hokey version of Batman, where it's, like you said, in the 60s and during that time in the comic books, it was very much like, oh, Batman is going to, you know, face the Condiment King and stuff. Like yeah, that. exactly. Not the villains that take seriously and not these not darker the stories. Yeah, I am yeah. telling you right now, I need the Batman to open up with him defeating the Condiment King. If it doesn't, <laughs> just Matt Reeves <laughs> doing no, it, it just, wrong. It, it just opens with like him beating up the Condiment King. There's ketchup and mustard all over. Yeah. It. <laughs> Dude, Dude, like, I think that would be could you No, could you imagine? He's just like beating him up and you just see it splattered <laughs> yeah. and everything else. And, it's, and the first scene, you're like, oh my God, Batman's gone wild. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, so, it's just the kind of yeah, he's just like, oh, he sprayed you again, didn't he? And he's just like, yeah, I got dry cleaning yeah. is Dude, terrible. Alfred just tries- gets a hot dog and just wipes, <laughs> just wipes the deck. You see Commissioner Gordon? Yeah. Just- Every time someone tries to pitch the Brave and the Bold to me, dude, mm-hmm. I get so angry. It's Why? Good. I heard it's good. It's just you know, the animation you've never watched like... Batman the Brave and the Bold? No, the animation it's, doesn't okay. You know what? I feel like now you would appreciate it. No, I already know the episode that you would love, and it's super good. The Music Meister. Okay. Oh yeah. With uh, with Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. By far, one of the best episodes of uh, Brave and the Bold. It got gotta, an Emmy. I gotta watch it because if you guys are recommending it, it's fine. It's just the wrong people keep recommending it to me. Who like, keeps recommending it to? That's that's wrong. People. Okay. You don't want to say on the podcast. I don't want to say on the show. But it's people. It's John. And I'm just like it's John. No, it's not John. <laughs> he recommended Harley Quinn, and I love Harley Quinn. He did me no wrong, dude. I feel oh, if you had to pick an older Batman to take it. Who would, no, I'm talking to you, Renee. Oh, I was like, what? Okay. He, he just, it's a line right here. No. It's a straight line. He didn't talk to his heart, dude. He didn't fine. talk to his soul. Yeah. Who would you pick? Peter Weller. There we go. There you go. You know what? Peter Weller actually would be a really good one. I'm the Batman. <laughs> well, he did a great job in The Dark Knight. Yeah, he did. Yeah. What about you? Who'd you pick? Dead or Who Alive. For uh, old Bruce? For old Bruce. I like Bruce Greenwood, dude. Mm-hmm. Bruce really, Greenwood? Yeah, I really like his voice. I thought... We were having this argument issues ago mm-hmm. where it was either Bruce Greenwood or um, what's his name? Uh, Soldier Boy. Oh, Jensen Eccles. Jensen, e- Jensen yeah. Eccles. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I heard him and I'm like, he's pretty good, but he's a young Batman. Yeah. You know, and Bruce a... Greenwood has done some roles where it's a more seasoned Batman, seasoned Batman which I can a little, like. A little yeah. more seasoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like if you just lower his voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like age him up just a little bit and mm-hmm. everything. Else. I mean, because I mean, it's hard. No matter no matter who everybody's going to be like, it's not Kevin. No, but, it's not. But get over it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no no disrespect, but yeah, get dead. over it. <laughs> All right, we're going to be talking about this topic later on the wow. show, but let's bring this up real quick. Right. Avatar The Last Airbender releases on Netflix to mild reviews. People are saying it's okay. Some people are saying it's bad. It's going to get a but second season. the <laughs> yeah. reason I'm bringing it up in comic strips is that there is an animated movie in the works. This will take. Uh, this story will follow Team Avatar in their late twenties, early thirties. Oh yeah, I heard Made about by this. The this was announced last year, but it came that. back up again. And I did some research on it. If you go on IMDb, it's listed as Avatar: The Last Air- Airbender: Echoes and Aftershocks. Yes, it's. Uh, but this one, okay. So there's a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. This animated short. I mean, this animated series is made with the creators. Yes, the of OGs. Avatar, the OG creators of Avatar. That's who 
uh, is making this. Yes. Whereas the show that came out on Netflix had the original creators and then they left to go do their own thing. And they said that it was because of creative differences that they, that they had to leave. And then they were like, we're going to go do our, but then they ended up making the avatar studio. Are you guys having a conversation? You guys just do, are you guys no, we're the creators oh, okay. leaving Netflix. Um, <laughs> but, but they ended up going and making their own avatar studio and they've been working on whatever else it is. Yeah, no. So <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah, no, they, they, there was to inform. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just being <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <Can we> just <laughs> Uh, no, they left the the live action show because they said that they're they couldn't put in their creative input. So that's part of the reason why. I they they also I think they they disagreed with some things in which I I can kind of see. Yeah, I can I can see where they may have disagreed with certain things. There's only one original showrunner on there from for the live action for the live action. I yeah. think he got hit with all the responsibility. Jurassic Park is back in the news. Yeah. I actually thought you were going to talk about the other thing from Avatar. What? Um, one of the one of the main characters from this season of the live action uh, of the live action. We're talking about the live action leader. I understand that, but it's also a portion of it's a really, it's just like a small snippet. All right. Hit me. Uh, so the, the guy that plays Zhao, uh, Zhao, he, when he went out to go, uh, read for the show. Oh, that's right. He thought he was, he thought he was auditioning for James Cameron's avatar. Yeah. <laughs> so when do I become a blue person? That's why he was like. Right. So apparently they were like, "Where's Jake Soul?" So he I'm goes, "I didn't." Script. No. <laughs> so he said it was very generic, like the like the writing, and it was like very commander esque, mm. and everything else. So he thought he was going to be a bad guy in the new. In he thought he was going to be a bad guy, and then they go, "What project is this for?" And they go, "Oh, it's for Avatar," and he goes. The and he immediately in his head he goes oh James Cameron he goes well, this is a James Cameron thing I'm definitely in who are these agents and then he then and then he got the script and it said the last Airbender Avatar the last Airbender and he was like what's that and he had to yeah, go off and look, he had to go look it up and that's when he was like oh this is a totally different thing what that is I agree with to. agents dude we get this with Dakota Johnson trying to like yeah. thinking that she's going to be in the MCU yeah there's not. a I don't know where like the disconnect between studios mm -hmm. and, and agents, agents or you know what it honestly could be it really could be the fact that everybody's trying to keep things secret so from what I've heard it's I, a lot of I, misinformation I heard Dakota Johnson uh, fired her agent she did she, yeah. yeah after she learned that this was a Sony Spider-Man movie and not an MCU one. Yeah, yeah. because it, you, you misrepresented me and then I signed on to this garbage yeah. and I'm stuck. Contractually Contract, obligated yeah, to exactly. do this movie. Yeah. I mean, I get that to a point where a studio is trying to keep things secret and that's probably why certain things aren't, you know. Mm -hmm. But you could at least say, oh, this is for Avatar, not James Cameron's Avatar. Mm -hmm. the, you don't have to disclose that much information. In all fairness, I mean, or there's not a lot different. I mean. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> In Jurassic Park news, it's back. Uh, a new movie set to release July 25th, 2025, with uh, supposedly David Littich. Uh, he was the director of Bullet Train and the Fall Guy, which is releasing later on this year. Mm -hmm. David uh, Litch? David Litch. Oh, okay. He was supposed to direct this new Jurassic mm -hmm. Park movie, but uh -huh. then said he wasn't going to do it because there wasn't going to be enough flexibility for some creative input into the movie. So he basically said, can't do it. Where does the last uh, Jurassic Park movie kind of leave off? Don't know. It's, never watched it. I never watched Dominion, though. Because if I remember correctly, Dominion, like, there's dinosaurs now in the ecosystem of, like, planet Earth. 
Yeah. And like, it's a normal thing for like dinosaurs to be around. And then two, they go to like this. Wait, Jurassic new, World? You know, in Dominion. Yeah. They go it's to a, this new place, yeah. this new like facility where they're trying to breed dinosaur DNA for medicine. This is the new one? In the last one. Yeah, yeah. In the last one. And then they're breeding dinosaurs for like medicine. And then it basically, it's, it's Jurassic Park all over again. Like everything just starts falling apart. And the yeah. original Jurassic Park was for that reason. They yeah. were, yeah, they were trying to extract dinosaur that's DNA why, for like that's science. Why, that's why. Dominion didn't do great. That's why Dominion, it's the same thing. And all the they old, did was. The, the only marketing aspect was that, oh, we're going to get the new characters from Jurassic World and bring and the old Jurassic cast. Park characters. And we're going to have an Avengers And it moment. has Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, they have a uh, list of directors they want to bring on. Gareth Edwards, director of The Creator mm-hmm. and the Godzilla that mm-hmm. started the MonsterVerse, right, is right, high right, right. on their list of potential directors. He'd be an interesting one. I. Depending on how much input he has, probably not a lot. I hope they kind of leave him some. If they're, if well, that's the thing. If um, which is what was the last last director? Oh, David. If David Lynch didn't have much creative control, no, I hardly think they'll let the next director be like. Look at how look at how much uh, he had on Star Wars. Rogue One. Rogue One was still a great movie, but he but he got cut out of the uh, out of the editing room at a certain point because he wanted to make the movie too dark. Yeah. They cut an entire. They cut and reshot an entire ending scene. Yeah, and Gareth Edwards was like, "That's not. That wasn't my original vision." Wasn't his else. original vision, but I still. I love Do you know it. how cool that scene would have been of you like marching the beach with like a hard drive trying to dodge ATATs? Sick. Oh yeah, that was the way I was supposed to end, huh? Mm-hmm. Rogue One's still such a beautiful movie, man. It's still a really still good okay. movie. Okay. Don't look at me like that. You know it's okay. It's the only, it's the only like recent Star Wars movie I actually like. Yeah, I actually like the movie, not just because of the Darth Vader scene. Darth Vader scene's pretty sick. Though. It's pretty sick. I just wouldn't list it as its own separate thing on a list of top ten Star Wars movies. Wait, what? Oh, no, no, no. we'll tell you afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I people just... have been separating it and going like, people "Well, that's have, better." That's my favorite movie. That's that's their favorite movie. Well, then they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> No, because it's a dumb thing to say. That's, that's a very dumb thing to say. The last 10 minutes of Rogue One. Yeah, that's a very dumb thing to say. That's why it's on number one on my list. <laughs> Borderlands releases a trailer, oh, finally, yes. showcasing Kate uh, Blanche, Ariana Greenblatt, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart, and others in character. Why Kevin Hart? Right? The most unopposing person you could possibly Isn't find. that character supposed to be serious, too? He is very serious. Yeah, yeah and they got Kevin Hart. I would have thought maybe Terry Crews. Terry Crews would have been a great choice. Yeah, it would have been a better choice. That would have been a sick choice. Yeah, Terry Crews would have been an amazing choice. I mean, for that congrats one. to Kevin Hart. Sure, he got a role. Yeah, but like, Kevin Hart was going to get it no matter what. He's, yeah. he's bankable. He's bankable. It is. People are saying that Kevin Hart might be like a plant. That's the thing of like in Hollywood. Since uh, Cat Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I know you said you didn't like this actress. I really love the uh, fact that... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis? No. no. Uh, Ariana Greenblatt yeah. is playing uh, Tiny Tina. Yeah. I like her as an actress. She's, she's cool. She's cool. I yeah. feel like she's got a lot of potential to grow um, as long as she doesn't go Rachel Ziegler. Like, but that's the thing. To make her as part of like the main like Cast. narrative, Yeah, that character, that's the thing. Tiny Having Tina. that character. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I mean, to me, when I'm looking at this movie, I don't see it being potentially good. If I'm there just to have a good time like mm-hmm. Uncharted, I'm, I'm okay with that. that yeah. You're not expecting a good time I'm like not Uncharted? That. No, I, no, no, no. This, this movie... You know what? Honestly, I feel like if it's as fun as like Jumanji, mm-hmm. 
then it, might, it possibly could yeah, be. Yeah, Jumanji was okay. Mm, it, 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 it possibly could be really. If it it's could be as good, good as Jumanji, then I'll I'll Because Jumanji, Jumanji, I thought, was going to be a train wreck. That could it, was, it could have been. Yeah. yeah. G, Jumanji, really when, when you been. talk about the premise of that movie, yeah. you're like, oh. Yeah, as, uh, as soon as you tell someone, like, oh, yeah, so the board game evolves into a game console. And then, game. And, then it, and then it becomes a video game at that point. And at that point, you're kind of like, wait, what? what? How does like, that happen? Yeah. Power of Jumanji. The power of Jumanji. Jumanji. It evolves. Because yeah. nobody plays board games anymore. Nope. Nobody plays it's board all games. video games. Mm-hmm. An old Savages. classic video game. Well, if it was back in maybe like in 2021, it would have been like, oh, wait, people like board games. Let me go back to this. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Right? Yeah. Now does it just transform into a VR headset? And then it's just... <laughs> right? It's just like, put me on. The Apple Vision Pro. Oh, oh God. God. It's just there, My dude. brother set me up for a, uh, which, a, a demo of it the other day. Is he trying to sell you on the <laughs> Apple Vision Pro? Huh? Is he trying to sell you on? No, Apple? he was just—he was just saying I should try it. Yeah, just try. Have it. you seen the meme of like everyone when they get those things and they're just in public, like? <laughs> <laughs> like one guy comes out of his. We Tesla. saw that. Yeah, we like, saw it yeah. over at um, LA Comic Con. Did we? Oh, in the mid- in the yes. middle of a panel. Yeah, there was one dude in the middle of the panel, and like he's, he's like, all the way in the back, and he's watching the panel, and he's. Yeah, he's going like this. And like he's doing something, yeah. I don't know what he was doing. And then I yeah. turned to Renee and I was like, "Is that guy on his? Is that guy on his Oculus?" I was like, "Is that? Wait, why is he on his Oculus?" Because the Apple Vision Pro wasn't out yet. No, 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 it was on his Oculus. It was oh, on his. Yeah. It was. He was on his. Yeah, uh, on his Oculus. I don't mind VR headsets. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Keep making them. Just don't take them out in public. Yeah. I mean, because at it, some point, you, you like you're 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 gonna stop seeing this and this. You're gonna start seeing like this. <laughs> <laughs> or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I can get it yeah, up. <laughs> it's the only way I can keep it keep it up. <laughs> like, oh, you start hearing this yeah. choke me, choke me, and then he's ah. oh oh shoot, I forgot where I was. Sorry, I have to use my own hands. <laughs> if I close my eyes, Wait. then I can imagine it to you. Let me send you more funds. Hold on. Twenty. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I mean, that's how they. That's how they did it. That, that's how. That's how Master Chief does it in Halo. Right? Oh God. Is that how Master Chief that's does it in Halo? So, yeah. His 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 uh his helmet HUD is no longer bullets and health. It's just naked Cortana, and yeah. he's just like yes. <laughs> It's only a matter of time until they start adding like smell vision onto that or something, dude. smell vision smell vision on there, dude. Oh, the, the, technology the technology from 1995. Yeah, dude, it's going to happen again. Do you remember smell vision movies? No, I remember uh, the smelly stickers you scratch. Yeah, you the know? sticker, the stickers they would give you as you went into the movie and then you would see like, oh, scratch that. Oh, oh it was, that just... does smell like feet. <laughs> <laughs> You want to we take, can make smelly stickers and sell them for people to have Apple Vision Pro. What is wrong with out of you? all the ideas we had? That was that's the, that's the one you want to do. It's a million smell, dollar idea. Dude. It was the feet thing that sold you, wasn't it? Yes, <laughs> honestly, I said feet, because, I said feet and you immediately we went. That, yeah, dude. we could do. We that. would be selling so much, dude. All right, this, this is the million dollar podcast. I will don't. I will that's donate my sweaty socks. Idea. That's the million dollar idea. Forget all the other, everything else. All, Forget the JC OnlyFans account. This is it. Smelly no stickers for no Apple the JC Pro. OnlyFans. I feel like still. What if what that's if, still a million dollar what idea. If alongside the JC pending. The, alongside the <laughs> JC calendar, we sell JC stickers for Smell-O-Vision. 
Can we? And ju- when you scratch the stickers, it smells like nothing. That's true. You want to see what John Cena smells like? I feel like I don't know who, but they're gonna sue somebody. <laughs> Some point, yeah. Somebody's gonna sue. Oh I've, my god, it smells no. just like JC. What are you talking about? What? I, I feel like if you scratch it, it should just smell like Axe body spray. No, it smells like nothing. It has to smell like box eyes. Why? Because I feel JC, like, and I be, feel like, be, a, a, be, like a like a JC church is gonna find. Oh, we can we can get we can get stickers that smell like JC, everyone. <laughs> And they pass them out right before. You right want to smell this great for a second? Why does it smell? Go ahead, my brothers and sisters. Scratch your stickers. Why does it? You can smell what JC smells. Dude, double. We can sell the JC calendar for that reason. People won't know that it's John Cena. Yeah. The empty room Wait, hold is on. God's presence. We can sell it as just the Holy Spirit. We could totally sell it as the Holy Spirit, dude. The JC calendars. People will think it's John Cena. All we have to do is put a cross Jesus in the back. Christ, dude. That's all we have to do is in put a cross in the back. Somewhere, dude. And John it's Cena tiny. is Christian. Ba- oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Brilliance, dude. We just reinvented the wheel, dude. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. That's the bad part. <laughs> the worst part is that it's not a bad idea. Because it's that's not. The, dude, that you is think the we problem. make stupid ideas on this show? That We do. That no, is, we that, don't. That's dude. Our entire, this entire show is that is our brilliance, bit. dude. That's our bit. No, this is not a think. This tank. is this yeah. is not <laughs> a bit, dude. This is reality. <laughs> this is this is not a, this is not this is not. This is, forget the show. The show's not going on listen, right now. This, this is not. Is a, this is a boardroom meeting. Yeah. This is no, not Los Alamos. All right, we're not. We're not trying to build the ad mom. We're. This is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sell you butt jokes. Jesus Christ, <laughs> calendars, dude. Oh my Jason God, Jason dude, calendars. we can sell them at Trump rallies. Oh my oh, god, they, they dude, they rally. would sell. Oh, dude, Sean, they do would. you think they'd sell? Sean has no say in this. Sean has no say in this. He's gonna be along for. The, he's gonna be along for the ride, dude. Can we put? Now I have a question. Can we put a rainbow somewhere in there, just so that way we can get Chuck? Like it's a. It's also a pride thing. So, so one of the one of the months, one of the months, it'll be clouds and just hitting all the, the all the spectrum. Wait, you can just have a cloud with a rainbow. Mm-hmm. People won't know. Oh my god. People won't know. And, you can and put that on with April. jorts. Can the rainbow land into jorts? What if the little towelet has a rainbow, dude? You can use that for both St. Patrick's Day and then also April. Yeah. Too, yeah. <laughs> for the month of April and March. <laughs> it's a rainbow. And then, and then, we gotta, and then on we March, make it's, a, it's a rainbow, but with two jorts. <laughs> we got we to gotta talk to some people and figure it out. John Cena, if you're listening to the show. Call. I yeah. swear to God, John Cena, if you're listening to this show and you steal my idea, I will, I will find Your you. Idea. This is a community idea. You can't find, find you. <laughs> you can't find <laughs> we, How do you find him, dude? Yeah. We take photos and they're all invisible. Yeah. He's not there, dude. I'm just going to run around splashing water on people. Just in <laughs> random areas. Just, he's not there. <laughs> Quick. Finally, he's get him. There. There's like a silhouette in yeah. a brick wall. <laughs> he's there, guys. Yeah. Just throwing baby powder at people. <laughs> Oh, hollow man yeah. Just throwing baby powder yeah. at things. Just he's right there. <laughs> you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, that's a simple solve in Hollow Man. Mm-hmm. Just throw baby powder. Yeah. Why not just throw baby powder? Gonna... And then like he's there. And look at the movement. Yeah. yeah. Well, that wraps up the Borderlands trailer that's talk silly. right there. Damn. Moving on. Yeah, it was all Borderlands right there, guys. Dang. Congrats. 
Moving on for the Pokemon fans. Pokemon Day is February 27th with a stream scheduled to reveal Pokemon news February 27th starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time. I swear to God, if the next Pokemon game has guns in it, I'm going to be like the Rob Power. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> not Power World. Rumors include emulated ports of red, blue, yellow, silver, gold, and crystal, fire red, and leaf green to release on the Switch Game Boy emulator with sapphire, oh, wow. ruby, and emerald on the Game Boy Advance wow. emulator. I'd be down for fire red. To play it? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I haven't played that in years. They're hoping that they also can connect to Pokemon Home, so that way you can kind of store your Pokemon in, like, the online vault as well. But what about if they made a good game instead of just going back into their library? Power World's a then... gimmick. Just get over it, dude. No, 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 no. I want I legitimately... That's my. That's the way I feel yeah. about Pokemon games now, so, is that they don't have any solid new ideas or good well, that's ideas. Just, that's just Nintendo at that point. But, it, but no, but that's Game Freak in general. Game Freak is not a good gaming studio. Mm -hmm. They do not make good games. No, they haven't. But they but and, the, the and it, but the thing is that is it? Yes. It's really not though. For you, it's not. But there's a reason why it still sells so many copies and why people. Still it's play nostalgia. It. No, at this well, point, nostalgia it's sells. That's thing. at this point, yeah. it's nostalgia because the game because every single time a Pokemon game comes out, everybody goes, "The game wasn't that great. The story wasn't that good. Uh, what was it? The po the legendaries Not are kind of Scarlet lame." Violet. There's a lot of people. See, here's my problem, and this is no, why... it was the DLC that people were enjoying, not the original no, game. No, the original game was good. Arvin's storyline was really, really good. What do you have? Did you play Scarlet and Violet? And, <laughs> and Sean, like Arvin's Sean's like, Sean, turn that mic on. Join me. Pokemon is like for people who buy iPhones, you know, you just buy the same <laughs> iPhone over and over and over again. And it's like, it like, oh, that. my gosh, we got swipe to text. Did you yeah, we've had that on Android for like the past four or five years. Right. So, my, my, no, 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 no. Now, because now you're now Pokemon that, no, no, that is stale. Actually, that comment it's did stale. make me a little bit upset. Because it's over. It's over no, hyped. Pokemon is overhyped. No, I'm actually upset because here's the thing. No one, especially me, have never forced Pokemon on any one of you guys here. Ever. Wait, like what? A, I've never forced Pokemon on you guys to like like it or play it or anything else. No one's talking about you. No. But what I'm saying is this. If you're going to make a one-to-one -one comparison to people like iPhones because the same thing over and over and over but, again, then you have to understand that the, you are talking to people that are trying to force the game on you. No one else is doing hold on, that. Well, hang on. I'm not done. My thing is this. No, no, no. Hang on. My thing is this. If Pokemon doesn't work and it should stop doing then why is it still selling so many copies why is it that it's selling so much merchandise people influencers enjoy people people are enjoying the fun aspect out of it here's the thing i don't need anyone to tell me that it's going to be a bad game i enjoyed the crap out of scarlet and violet i enjoy the remakes when they come out i enjoy all the concept all the things that come out of pokemon okay the reason power world really pissed me off well, nobody was talking it, about power no no the, I'm, it's because i'm circling around this the reason it pisses me off is because both communities were acting like freaking children this is why i don't get involved in the gaming community anymore because all they do is try to see whose dick is bigger no one cares people like power world like power world no one's telling you you can't but people they don't like send death threats. people like pokemon like pokemon there is no reason to come out and say like well pokemon's such a bad game pokemon shouldn't exist pokemon should learn better Yes, all developers should learn how to make better games, and Game Freak is no excuse for it. The 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 terra or the what is it called? The terrarium in the DLC is barren. Mm -hmm. It should look ten times better mm -hmm. because Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom looked that much better. But did I still play over 150 hours of Scarlet and Violet? Yes, I enjoy it. 
Here, okay. So my problem is if there are people there who are constantly saying, if you buy Pokemon, you're no better than an iPhone user, then bring in the facts. Not something along the lines of, I didn't simply enjoy it, and I don't like people that like it. I feel like the... I didn't know that that was a pressure point for you. It I is. Know to be compared to <laughs> no, it is. It I, was a pressure point. No, I'm sorry. Hold, I don't mean to hold, be an ass about hold, it, but hold, no, I, I, no, I'm going to apologize because I don't want to be like all rude about it. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's not fair for people that like Pokemon who don't actually like bring it on people and force it on people to be constantly berated by, well, it's such a bad game. That's Here, all it is. Here's Okay. Here's here, the reason why I understand where Sean is coming from of it's like an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why iPhones have the same thing over and over and again, and then they add like a small thing to it. And then everybody says that it's revolutionary. Mm-hmm. This is what we've always needed. Yeah. And if you do compare the two between this and Pokemon, it, 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 they're very similar. Where similar to a point. No. Yeah. The Here's, format, the battle format's the battle same. Battle format is exactly the same. Yeah. Traveling. And then they all they did is they said, oh, we lowered the camera and now Pokemon pop up and everything else and then everybody goes it's an amazing game oh yes but the problem is is that it didn't change any of the battle mechanics it didn't change any of the EVs it actually took away things that people really liked Mm -hmm. so that way it actually made the game less fun for Mm -hmm. some people not only that but also Pokemon it doesn't add anything the fact that people buy the game knowing it's going to be a terrible game Knowing, not necessarily a terrible game, but the fact that it's going to have a lot of bugs. The fact that we know that the environment is not going to work correctly. The fact that we know that, yes, it's not going to have a lot of sprites and it's not going to do everything else. If you keep buying the same product every single time, even though you know it's going to be there and you just go, it's a Pokemon game. It's supposed to be that way. That's the reason why Game Freak knows it doesn't matter what I do. You'll buy it. And not only that, but also that is also the reason why when a game like Power World came out, it was kind of like a threat because immediately as soon as that game came... A threat to the developers or a threat to the fans? Developers. Okay, then excuse excuse the fact that the Power World people, the fans playing that game, were going after Pokemon fans. But Pokemon fans were doing the same thing. Exactly. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. But what I'm saying, I'm not talking about the fans, though. I'm talking about the game studio. The developer. As soon as that game came out, immediately Game Freak comes out and says, we're going to sue. We're going to sue you. We're going to take the entire studio. You guys are going down, and this game is never going to be, it is never going to complete being mm-hmm. made. The reason being is because it's a threat. Because you put a game and you went, look if I gave half the effort to make a real game instead of just taking the same game, porting it over and changing the map. Yeah. If I were to actually spend the time, make a game, actually put mechan- brand new mechanics, new ways of making Pokeballs, new ways of capturing, po- capturing Pokemon or doing anything else and actually having a developed story immediately. As soon as that happened, that was why game freak was, was stressed out because they were like, wait a minute, if people are going to start seeing what can happen inside of Unreal, because people have been saying they should move to Unreal for years. Mm -hmm. You should move to Unreal. The only reason why they're sticking to the old thing is because people will still buy it because of nostalgia. But once you see, oh, this is what it looks like in Unreal, it's pretty sick. This is really cool. uh 
Game Freak immediately went, hey, this is bad. Because now people have an expectation for the next Pokemon game going, as soon as that game gets announced, that brand new one, Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, it's now going to be compared to Power World. And people are going to say, Power World is a better game because they didn't change anything. So my question is, if people have already jumped off ship to stop playing Pokemon because it doesn't change, then don't talk about it. The reason I got so triggered by the fact that it was compared that way is because, again, yeah, okay, go. is that if it's a game that doesn't, it, it's not interested, or people aren't interested anymore mm-hmm. because they've moved on, they've already either outgrown it, they don't see it changing, they don't have fun with it anymore, that's perfectly fine, they can go on their way. I'm not a consumer that's buying Pokemon because I'm expecting the next generation to be better. I'm buying it, like Renee said, for the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. I enjoy spending hours and hours and hours collecting and completing my Pokedex. I don't even play competitively. I'm not expecting the groundbreaking game that's going to change my life. I'm just happy to be in the world of Pokemon. And I think that this is where this gets mistaken. Yes, Game Freak needs to design a better game. Game Freak can do a better game. Mm-hmm. When they were given the chance to do it with Legends Arceus, they never even promoted it correctly. Arceus changed the battle mechanic a lot more they change the way the game plays never got the advertisement it deserves and the cult little fan base that rc's had is the reason why it became a popular game a year after it was released but rc's also its sprites were weak it's like right, yeah the, the amount I, of the amount changed. of it does it's it's supposed to be an open world game but internally it got popular because of the people that said if you guys want something different that's not mainline and want to promote something in a direction that game freak can change Arceus is the way to do it. It's definitely an attempt. It is an attempt, and I think it's a good attempt. The reason I'm, again, I feel like we diverted off the path of like the Pokemon news that's supposed to release. I think that when it comes down to it, and this is my only message to it, mm-hmm. if people like Pokemon, enjoy Pokemon. If people like Power World, like Power World. But to basically look at the two and be like, well, if you like, you know, Power World so much better. I'm going to say this Power World is a gimmick. It's a gimmick, it's a strong gimmick. Because it looks fun, and there are a lot of things that make it interesting. But when you compare it to something like the next game I'm about to talk about, Power World versus this next game, no way is Power World going to But my thinking is that Game Freak needs to stop relying on their more popular games. They do. Because every single announcement that Game Freak makes lately has been, do you remember Green? Do you remember Black? Right now, they're falling back on a bunch of remakes. And they're literally going, we're just going to get the same game. We're going to regurgitate it back to you. And I know you're going to pay me for it. And and I'll gladly pay for it. But the problem is that when you do that and you allow a game developer to keep spitting in your face, they're going to keep on doing it. And they're going to say, it's okay because you were foolish enough to buy the product. I the mean, only way they will from, stop making the from product. From Sword and Shield to Vi- Scarlet and Violet, I found so many different changes that I enjoyed Scarlet and Violet more than Sword and Shield. That's fine. Even but, though it's the same premise of the game. But the thing is that <laughs> when you get red, blue, you know, all these other games and you're just regurgitating them out and saying you're going to have to pay an extra dollar and a half, dollar fifty for them, two dollars, they know you're going to pay for it. I'm paying for the online system already. So why not? I'm fine with it. That's the thing. I know there's millions of other people that are. Point being, I there, think it's there, good to, there definitely has to be a change because no matter what, video game companies right now, especially AAA titles, I mean, AAA video game companies like Game Freak, like Ubisoft, like anybody, like all these other ones, 
they think no matter what I make, you're going to buy because it's a triple A. But that's a problem. <laughs> I don't know what's the thing is. It's a problem, but I'm going to buy it. That's the thing. Because look at Arceus. Arceus, you were falling through the map. You, sprites weren't going through. Uh, artifacts weren't coming in. Textures weren't developing. Okay. It's a bad game. To point to get back to the point here, they're gonna. The rumors are that they're gonna release these all on the emulators. Remakes of Gen Five Black and White are also supposedly gonna be coming out with a new Legends game, supposedly rumored. And people are saying Gen Ten is not gonna be announced here because Sword and, or Scarlet and Violet haven't reached its third year yet. It's only in its second year. Regardless of the news, it's gonna happen here. I'm excited for it. I know millions of other people are still excited for Pokemon Day. Millions of people are still gonna buy the new Pokemon game. So it's what it is. Yeah. And yeah. if people are upset about it, suck it. Who cares? It's not your game. It's not your it's not your company you're going to root for. Go play Power World. Go play Hell uh what is it? What is this? Hell Divers. Play whatever game is out there. No one needs that kind of negativity when it comes to Pokémon. If Game Freak's going to fail on its own, let it fail because it's stupid. Eventually a company will succumb to its own failures. And right now there are millions of Pokémon fans that are enjoying the games for what they are. The, re- the, the only thing is <laughs> the only thing is that I the reason why I'm bringing it up is because it's a, it's a deeper problem in the it gaming is. industry. No, and it is. It that's is. it is. It's that's a deeper a problem in the gaming industry of like, I understand your point. That's the thing. There it is that it's basically you 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 just you just basically what you said. You're regurgitating the same thing and consumers will continue to buy it and it's a chain that won't stop. Yeah. Unfortunately, it won't stop well, right away. Until, it can, until consumers say we're not going to take it anymore. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, and wait until we get sick of it. It's our problem, not your problem. You're not buying into it. That's my problem to deal with when it comes. But it becomes... We'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> no, Give it another 15 no, years or But so. the thing is that it does become my problem because then people... Because then game developers make bad games and because you buy it, they make bad games. Game Freak isn't the only one. I understand that. Ubisoft, Brain Game Freak, yeah, BioWare. Was it, um, uh, what was it? Uh, EA. EA. Yeah, all of them. Name e- every single... THQ. Every single... Do they do that too? As well. Every single one. problem with it too. Unless it's... A, it a in, unless it's... If it's anything AAA, it sucks. Then you know mm-hmm. what you should do? Go buy those games that are indie. Go support it. I Eat do. That's why voice. I bought Helldivers. Yeah, exactly. Go do that. That's why I bought Helldivers. That's why I bought Helldivers. That's why I bought Power World. I'm going to go enjoy Pokemon. And there's nothing you can do about it. Are you gonna buy Helldivers? Uh, when it comes out on Xbox. Uh, okay. yeah. So, let's talk about Helldivers. So, Helldivers Two takes over the video game space. Servers are at full capacity, with players waiting hours to join the servers to fight for freedom. Reason not anymore is because they increased the server capacity up to seven hundred thousand concurrent players, yes. ah. where it was originally running four hundred to five hundred thousand uh, players <laughs> at a time. You they imagine said, just being there in the server room, be like, "God damn it! What, what is the search coming? <laughs> what do we do?" <laughs> Here's the interesting thing about it. So, the director of the game, Sean, mentioned this a couple days ago, has been very active on social media, Twitter, Discord, been talking a lot about the game and putting some very positive spins to it. Mm-hmm. He's been updating the public with really great updates on when the game is going to be getting improvements, so on and so forth. Um, and he has addressed a couple concerns and questions that the community has brought up, <laughs> specifically about hiring more devs to improve the status of the game, mm-hmm. which he has said he is not for because of the turnovers you hire devs to improve the servers increase the space once that problem gets solved what happens to those devs bye-bye get out of here thanks for your service doesn't help so said wait up we're gonna work with what we got and make this game better for you guys in the future he's also talked about potential players to not buy the game and say if you guys are wanting to play the game and can't get in I completely understand. There are plenty of other shooters. Go play those games. Come back in a couple weeks to a couple months. And then once the game has improved, 
we'll still be here. We don't want you guys to stop playing the game. I was really surprised when I logged in yesterday because mm-hmm. I literally logged in and I was like, all right, I'm going to go make a sandwich because yeah. I got time. And then I clicked a button and I immediately got into my ship and I was like, oh, I have no time to make a sandwich. It's time to play. So there's been some inconsistencies <laughs> with like some server space because apparently they've kind of done some calculations to see when the space has been opened up. Yeah. Work, uh, normal work hours is when most of those spaces tend to kind of like empty out and you're able to game in a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But evenings is when it's at full capacity the other thing he's kind of talked about is that there are no plans for the game to come to other platforms yet but he's kind of like uh, you know it's not might is it coming soon maybe you can't say that sure that's what he's kind of saying phil spencer has also commented on it head of Xbox, Mm -hmm. saying that he hopes the game comes to the platform soon and it would be a shame if someone prevented it from happening. (laughs) Sony. Well, the problem is that it should have been on on Xbox first. It it should have been. That's the thing is that I don't remember Sony acquiring Arrowhead Game Studios to basically say, I mean, I get it. Like, if they're contractually obligated to just release the game on PC and and, uh, PlayStation, Mm -hmm. I get that. But it's like... At this point, I don't think it was a good financial decision for them because if you're filling a server up with 700,000 players after, what, two weeks of release, the game is still going to pop off two months from now. Yeah. It's only going to get bigger. And it's going to get huge. Mm -hmm. So the – but here's the reason why I was saying it should – it should have been on Xbox Mm -hmm. is because Arrowhead were a bunch of devs from Microsoft. Can you look that up and see if it's true? Yes. So, no, 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 but so, I want to make sure that's true. So the, so, the reason being is because this is the original team that made Halo ODST. Is it? Yeah. And then what they did is they actually went to Microsoft, to uh, Xbox Gaming, and they said, We have an idea for a game. And it takes place in the Halo universe. And it's all about drop shop troopers dropping into covenant uh, areas and doing the exact same and thing. And doing exactly the same thing. And, the de- and Xbox said, that game won't sell. That game's not going to sell. The devs were like, this is a million dollar idea. And they left Xbox. My problem with this game being specifically locked to PlayStation and PC is that it has so much potential to continue to grow for the next three to five years. The greatest thing about it is the fact that everybody is working for the same goal. That, but think about the cost. Like I'm I'm thinking from a company perspective, right? Mm -hmm. From a player perspective, this game's not going to die. Because there's so much, this this game has so much potential to just keep adding things and making new missions happen. The working together aspect, a game hasn't existed like that for a really long time. That's right. not complicated to learn. I feel like people. Would you say that it's an easy game to pick up after like maybe ten hours of playing? Oh, 10 yeah. hours. You, ten hours, you should be pretty good. See, that's the that's kind of the thing is that like a lot of these games tend to. What do you think, Sean? Me and Sean were playing. Yeah, I know. The other you guys night. are playing. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like the first couple, I want to say like the first five matches, every time I would play a new one, I figured out something new. The game doesn't really do a good job of explaining it. Yeah. But as you begin to play it, you, things will slowly be in a click like, oh, okay, you know what? Now I kind of need to know when to drop my, my precision airstrike or things like that. My orbital. Your orbit. Yeah. And what seems to work more for you and your play style because they really cater to a bunch yeah. of yeah. different kind of but play see, styles. That's the thing is that I haven't had a game with that kind of experience since Rainbow Six Siege. Like, and Siege was one of those games where it's like tactically you have to think about your next move. Yeah. Granted, there might be several other games that have that kind of concept, 
but one that's as popular as this? I mean, don't get me wrong. You can also play it like on a slightly lower difficulty and play pretty pl- pretty boring dead. Yeah. You can you can pretty much walk through the map. Yeah, but it's and, too easy. Yeah, like, where it's too yeah. easy. And once you get but also there is moments where you go, let's rank up this challenge rating and let's put it up and then immediately drop in and just everyone dies. Yeah. And you're just like, oh no. Do I, do I drop here? <laughs> nope. Never mind. No, we, bunch of bugs. Because there was no, it, it's not even that. It's the automatons too. Like the it's yeah. like they're because you have automatons, which are basically just terminator robots, mm-hmm. and then you have the bugs. T one thousands. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the, the automatons are by far more deadly than the bugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because the automatons shoot back. But the moment... <laughs> rockets. Rockets have, just beating rockets, you across. Tanks. Like you didn't even see it coming. Yeah. Or you just have a dude with a shield just walking around, just marching towards you with like a spear, with like a gun. And you're just and you're shooting it going and you just see your bullets bouncing off and you're like, oh, that's bad. That's bad. See, and you're just running, just going, I need help. I need when, help. Because I think Sean asked if I was going to get Helldivers 2. Uh-huh. And he's just like, and I'm like, oh, I can't because I'm only playing on Xbox. And he's like, well, we need our ODST brothers to drop in. And I'm like, that's freaking right, dude. That's I why I understand the similarities between that's, the two that's why everybody keeps on asking the odst uh, people because it plays a lot like odst it basically does and it's like it, it, that's the thing i'm looking at from a developer perspective from a studio business perspective if i am not on xbox and don't have the rights to microsoft mm-hmm. i can't sell skins that are spartan skins i can't sell cosmetics that oh but they're the gonna guns. try oh if they do at the moment it comes on xbox yeah. right there day one i'm telling they'll you probably do the fortnite thing and just like rename it as something else it, they do know. that that's well, see that's a brilliant my, idea because because a lot of the skins that they have are super close like if you ever also no, I, saw I, 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 thought, saw I thought it was super funny too because i was looking at the gold one like that that gold skin that has like the the feathering and everything like that mm-hmm. and, and i was looking out because one of my buddies has it and i was looking at it going why do i uh 116 um i was looking at it going why does that look so familiar i swear to god that looks super familiar and i don't know why it's odst no what uh it, it's the magna defender from power rangers what can you look it's, it up? It's, yeah, Mag- it up right it's Magna Defender from Power Rangers. And I was like, oh my God, that's why it looks so, it lo- that's why I, I want it so bad. They also have a, a, a helmet that looks exactly like one of the Exos from like Destiny. Yeah. Oh. It, it, I bought that one. So there, I saw it. There's I a bu- it. There's a bunch of stuff that is as close to other pro- like properties uh-huh. as we can get without getting sued. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> It should it I you know what I'm gonna guarantee you this game drops on Xbox before the holidays. You know what? And if it does, great. I uh, I I think more people in the server is great. I hope that the servers are fixed because the other problem that people were having too is that people were leaving the game on, and they were filling oh, that's the spot. Right, that was the other piece of note I forgot to mention. If they you're were, idle for 15 minutes or longer, they kick you out. Now, yeah, it's 15 minutes or longer than now they kick you out. Mm. That was in the latest update. Because I was being, because I I didn't get into it. The party was full, and my buddy was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get off after this game." So while they were playing, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get a drink." I came back, and they were like, "Come back on," and I'm like, "Oh, I got disconnected. <laughs> Hang on, let me jump back in." But I but honestly, the servers have been pretty stable since the since whatever yesterday. whatever money Arrowhead needs to pay Sony to go non-exclusive, do it because they're gonna probably make triple that money back during the holiday sales. And if they mm. sell like a sixty dollar edition with like whatever cosmetic packs, like people will buy that. I'm game. calling it right now. The way that it's spaced, there's two more enemies that they haven't announced yet. Yes, there you go. 
for well, DLC. Just the way that specifically it's specifically one from from the first game. They yeah, uh, the unseen. Yeah, so that's why because the unseen at least are they zombies? No, they're like technologically advanced, kind of like aliens and stuff like that. We actually got their technology from the first game. We kicked their butts, sent them packing. So now we implemented their technology into our ships that facilitate like interstellar travel and like while we're able to like go across the galaxy so fast so when are they going to do a zombie thing and call it like something like honestly probably during halloween or anything like that but my because my thing is that the way that the actual like map is done it's left is the automatons right are the are the are the bugs i see and so there's an up and down areas that are completely blank where you're like these are more enemies that we're going to get to fight. Yeah. These, someone, are, these on, are just empty. I'm on the subreddit right now, and someone tried to recreate the scene from Starship Troopers when Rico jumps on the, <laughs> the giant bug, but they failed. Oh, yeah, they probably died immediately. Yeah, they died immediately. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap up comics because we still got a couple shows that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. as well as Avatar The Last Airbender. So that wraps up comic strips. Let's do Halo and Bad Batch. Bad Batch Watch. Yep. That's a mouthful. Do Halo first. Halo first? Yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. All right. Oh, my God. Here's the thing If it's Halo, that. let me leave. <laughs> You're not allowed. So, Halo, for whatever reason. No, not for whatever reason. I know. It got better. And I, I'm actually enjoying don't, it. Don't, don't, don't you. No. Don't, don't so, you sully anything. Here's the thing. And here's what I noticed after watching episode four. Season one is not necessary. You can make a 20-minute summary video about what's important, pull those things out, and then watch season two. Because what ends up happening is season season two, episodes one and two are a setup to the beginning of Fall of Reach. Episode three ends, we get into the destruction of Reach. There's a character, I forget his name, uh, Atkins or something like that. Atkins, yeah. Atkins, he's the one that creates the Spartan 3 program. Yes, he doesn't have a good development in the first and second episode. No. But then you get to the third episode and everything that didn't make sense in the first two episodes makes sense all at once. And you're like, wait, so now this guy who is basically an asshole because he doesn't want to explain why he sent Cobalt Team to an unknown mission. And we find out is they deployed them to reach for whatever reason. There's a reason why. And so the reason being, which they're kind of changing the story as to why reach falls or yeah, why Reach Falls, is because the Covenant is already on Reach, mm-hmm. and the UNSC basically says, strategically speaking, if we do a mass evacuation on the planet, we will lose more resources. If we evacuate what's necessary and only take the necessary assets and leave everything else behind, the Covenant will not hit us as hard. This is a tactical evacuation. So Adkins has this little scene where I thought it was gonna be a waste of time, where he talks to his dad who has Alzheimer's and he has this sentimental moment where he realizes and tells him, I have to go, but I can't take you with me. And you start to make the connection. So now you have a little bit of humanity in a character that didn't have any humanity. In episode four, you start to see the covenant come out. Quick question. Uh Uh-huh. That the third episode, that's a full hour. It's about 40 ish minutes. Yeah. And that's all that was important. In that episode? Just the strategic oh, no, no, no. That was my favorite reach, part. The strategic leaving of reach and he no. left his dad. So the problem with episode three that I felt I didn't like, and I think that they looked at it and said, well, we have to make Chief a little more, you know, we have to kind of sideline him a little bit. They made him crazy. The, the covenant is on reach. You have to believe and We don't believe you. We got to put you into psychiatric health to kind of make it, you know, because you can't be, you can't be saying this nonsense. <laughs> they make him weak. They make him stupid. 
that gets all thrown away by episode by the end of episode three and episode four. My only big complaint about episode three is that. That's it. It's a pretty big complaint. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a I'm yeah. not saying it's a big complaint. I'm saying that it's the only complaint I have that afterwards just gets thrown away and episode four ends up you we end up seeing the events of the fall of Reach. Hmm. It's the start of it, which they now start to granted he's not in Spartan armor. And again, yeah. the weakest point about it, which we've all agreed, is the fact that Master Chief is not Master Chief. What I'm liking about it is that they're highlighting the other characters, giving them their moment to shine, which is kind of like, you know what? Great. Because if I'm watching the show and getting so pissed off that I'm not getting the Master Chief at want, at least I'm getting the other characters and they're having a better story. What's the Admiral again? Um, the, 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 the black guy, I forget his name. Um, shoot, Jackson? No, I forget his name. Anyways, he has this really great moment where he tells the troops that essentially anyone that joins them on the front lines will never make it out alive. This is the battle that essentially is meant to evacuate as many innocent civilians from reach as possible. Mm -hmm. But to remember that as they step to the front lines, that mm -hmm. the people that do make it out of reach will tell their stories of what they sacrificed to make sure that these people made it out safely, that mm -hmm. they won't be forgotten. Mm -hmm. And it's a really good speech. And I'm like, dude, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It got me excited to see what episode five and six are going to be like. I am still not recommending the show, but I feel like for people that are enduring it and going like, you know what? I still haven't, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to watch it just because it's Halo. I feel like this is a little bit of light. I, you know what? I, I personally think if that's the case, if you're really going to sideline your main character, then just put him in it, put him somewhere else and say he's doing stuff mm -hmm. and then follow another, another hit Spartan team. Yeah. And then just go, cause if that's what you're already kind of doing, cause it sounds like the writers went, people didn't like chief, but people are liking the other characters. So let's go ahead and let's sideline chief a little bit more and let's, do the parts that people yeah, like. Yeah, whose fault was that? Like, that's the writer's oh, yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah the, writer's, the writer's fault. But, but my thing is that I, because I really want the, t the squad that you get for the Fall of Reach, mm -hmm. the squad that actually fights at the Fall of Reach, because I feel that if you did that story, which is a very simple storyline, it's basically one Spartan squadron. Noble team. Noble team, and they're fighting in the middle of the Battle of Reach. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to survive and then slowly getting picked off and, you know, going out in really cool ways. And then it ends with the fall of reach. So that's what John and I were talking about is that at this point we're because Master Chief feels like a lost character at this point. Yeah, he's not in Spartan armor. And I don't think that they're going to place him in Spartan armor because the UNSC took all the Spartan armor. So I feel like they're going to be fighting all exactly. They're going to be fighting all of reach without that. But the trailer does huh. show Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's, he's willingly watching the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. He spends time. Yeah. But here's like, – well, there's – you want to know why I actually watch it? So that way you can spend time with John. Well, yeah, but because it was a show that him and I watched when he was living over at um, uh, Riverside. We watched it over Discord, and it was mm -hmm. kind of like our little moment, and now we're kind of having this again now that we're living closer together. Oh, yeah, we're watching it for fun. He was, he was only in Riverside. 
Huh? It wasn't too far. <laughs> yeah, it was, it really hour like away, was dude. Like, it was you an really hour away. Like what do you want me to do? It was a drive. He's not a drive. He's not in Afghanistan. Like, bro, he wasn't shipped out to bro, war. Listen, man. Listen. <laughs> like, listen. He was forty-five minutes away <laughs> with bad traffic. No, bad traffic is like an hour and a half, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm making, over this. Like, you know what? This is why I don't show my emotions. I got a buddy. Every time I open up, it's always just like. <laughs> I got a buddy in Virginia who we haven't that's seen cool, in three that's, years, oh and we watched the first episode. You lost the leg, <laughs> and we watched the first episode of, of Avatar together, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> that's more than an hour away. <laughs> All right, well, that's my take on, on Halo. Yeah, Go for okay. it. All right, Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Here we go. Halo's so, a terrible show. But Bad Batch. You know what? Yeah. And Bad Batch is doing its work. It is trying its best to make six, to make seven, eight, and nine make sense. Really? So the premise of uh, third season is that the Bad Batch, uh, after they became mercenaries, they've uh, the cloners in Camino found out that Omega is a perfect clone mm -hmm. of Django. So they need this clone because all the other samples have been destroyed by the Kaminoans. Mm -hmm. What happens is that they're able to capture her and you notice that one of the Kaminoans that's there keeps destroying her, her, her samples. Mm -hmm. What you end up finding. So the entire time, uh, which are the entire time, uh, I mean, Beta is in this kind of like facility. It's a cloning facility, and you're kind of going like, I wonder why like there's is the why this cloning facility exists. The third episode, like, so you you have like her there, then you go into Crosshairs, which is a member of the Bad Batch that goes evil. He's now good again because you know the chip has finally been taken out and everything else. Um, in the third episode, the Emperor comes, and he comes to visit the uh, facility, and. Yeah, but the thing Good. is that he ends up showing up and the facility is there and it's yeah. like in er, in the early years of the war. Mm. And what ends up happening is he goes, I'm here to check in on Project Lazarus. And they go over and you actually see that this facility is being made to, re to make a clone of the Emperor. Oh, that's okay, what yeah. this is for. The only problem that they're having, though, I feel like I feel like that's something that we've like known for a while, but they've never solidified that. Exactly. Like, so they're making a clone of the emperor, mm -hmm. and the problem is that they can't get the M count right. Mm. So they can't copy his midichlorian count. Oh, and that's why they have Grogu. See connected. <laughs> no, it's actually not. Yeah. So what ends up happening is that you're wondering why do they keep destroying Omega's blood sample because they keep trying to take it and then the Kaminoans always keep destroying it and they keep saying that the sample is bad and what ends up happening is they end up taking the sample mm -hmm. and the Kaminoan is stuck with the emperor and she tells Omega you need to leave like you need to escape right now like whatever you do get the hell out of here she ends up leaving with crosshairs they end up taking off and right before they're about to take off they're about to shoot the ship down one of the other scientists basically goes, you can't shoot the ship down. Omega is a perfect clone with a high M count. She is the thing. She is exactly the type of clone that you need to make the emperor's clones. Mm. And so she, so they let them go and that's going to be the season. 
The season is going to be them trying to hunt Omega down so that way they can then make the Emperor's clones, which is pretty good. That's 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 actually a pretty interesting. That's, that's, that's an interesting first step, couple three episodes. That's not bad actually. That's pretty. I mean, like I said, like it's funny that now they're solidifying that, like, okay, the whole point of this whole you know cloning aspect is to clone the Emperor. Yes. Which again, that's that's something that we, you know we've talked about or suspected right, the we, reasoning and stuff. And that's something that's been spawned across all star Wars medium as well, too being from, even from the new, the last trilogy into the Mandalorian. And well then, too. yeah, even yeah. with like Dr. Pershing's inside yeah. of, uh, which are in the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah. So they're really trying to solidify. We're going to make Snoke. Yeah. Ba- yeah. Essentially. So we're trying so, to make snow. And again, that shows how Dave Filoni is kind of like taking what was a crap sandwich and trying to connect it and make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. And go like, all right, how much butter do I need to put on yeah, this? Right. It's like, <laughs> okay, put some cream cheese, some, cream, some salt. Yeah. But the, you know what? And I, cause I was really wondering, cause I'm like, dang, like three episodes, like three episodes to kind of tell this story and then get to the, and then the third episode is, Oh yeah. Now they're, going off it was interesting because the first episode was omega on the facility Mm -hmm. then it was the bad batch Mm -hmm. trying to find out where omega is Mm -hmm. and then the third episode is them trying to escape okay so and not only that but also it's it's different too now because the mission where omega got kidnapped one of the members of the bad batch died Mm -hmm. tech so you see (laughs) third season um but anyway he ends up pass. He ends up dying, and it's one of those things of they're too cautious now, mm. because they've been able to kind of escape every version of you know death defying thing because of who they were. Mm. Now that they've lost a member, you can see that the like characters like Wrecker, characters like Hunter, they're being overly cautious to not lose anybody else, which is very interesting. Yeah. Not only that, but also you're finding out more about what happened to the clones that were in Camino because in second season they destroyed Camino. Hmm. Like they actually sank the cloning facility. So you're actually seeing, oh, we took all the kid uh, clones and we just started ripping them apart and just harvesting them for all their clone DNA mm-hmm. to seeing if whether or not we could make Emperor, uh, the Emperor's clones. And unfortunately they weren't. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them were able to either escape or living in the wilderness, mm-hmm. trying to like make it or they're dead. <laughs> and, the, and the emperor is very much showing he does not care about clones. Like we're trying to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an interesting thing. Not only that, but also the villain that they've had for the last two seasons crosshair mm-hmm. Because he, now he has this redemption story, because he's oh, been. Oh, that's that's the one that betrayed them, right? That's the member yeah. of the bad batch that betrayed them. Yeah. So now it's this like cool redemption story that he has because he feels bad because he was hunting his brothers, mm. and now and um, he even <laughs> three three years it's like oh no, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> well, but it, it's also this weird PTSD because it's like you would have never done this if. You weren't ordered to. You would have never crossed this line. Yeah. And now that the chip's taken out, now that you actually are back to normal, he has this, if I wasn't hunting you guys down, would Tech have died? Mm-hmm. Would you guys have made it out? Would we be safe? Mm-hmm. Would the people that we've lost still be have died if I would have been with you? Yes. So he's, ha- <laughs> but, but he's, but he's having this, he's having the survivor's guilt along yeah. with guilt for, putting his brothers in harm. Okay. And it's interesting because also he's supposed to be like their main sniper mm-hmm. and he's developed a weird tick where now his hand shakes. 
And like now he's not as precise as he used to be. Okay. So it's interesting because also the clones are aging rapidly. So it's it's really good. I'm I'm enjoying the way that the final season's kind of going down. I imagine Omega will die by the end. But yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be so far I'm enjoying it. All right. It's an interesting cool. story. That was a bad batch. <laughs> How much time we got, Sean? Yeah. Ten minutes for Avatar? Yeah, it's a quick wrap up. I mean, it's yeah. a quick wrap up. You yeah. guys didn't watch it, so I mean, we can talk about it real quick. You watched the first two episodes. I watched right? the first two episodes. So yeah. here's my question to you, yeah. because I feel like the couple scenes that I did see from people putting the show out there on the yeah. internet is that they're more annoyed of the inconsistencies and parallels that this is putting out there mm-hmm. that is not true to the show. And the big one that I'm seeing How's right it? now is the scene where Aang is flying mm-hmm. without a glider. And I'm like, to a point, I understand why. Wait, he couldn't do that before. He couldn't he do can. that before. Yeah, so there's can. a season. There's an uh, there's a season in Korra uh-huh. where uh, she meets uh, an Airbender. He's gifted the power of Airbending yeah. after the uh, the spirit and the uh, harmonic convergence basically like converged together. And he's they're bringing new Airbenders into the world essentially. Yeah. And this guy is a known like criminal. He was jailed up in some sort of like isolated area. Yeah. And he studies a former monk who essentially learns that in order to fly, you have to let go of all earthly tethers. So he was the only airbender monk that was able to do so. So in order for Aang to fly, that means that he has to have had let go of all earthly tethers, which isn't true because he ends up still, you know, falling in love for Katara and holding on to, you know, the fun aspects of living here and everything else. So my, my only, my only, yeah, it's here. My only problem that I have, by the way, my only problem that I have with that complaint is that you can obviously see in the like in the show mm-hmm. and in this in the CGI, he's consistently throwing air down. He's pushing himself. He's yeah. pushing himself up and then he's using his like he's using his clothes mm-hmm. to glide, which is something that Aang does often in the show. So I feel like that's a very small critique. Well, that he also Aang glides a lot. The air ball that he floats on. So which is in episode three. Yeah. So that's the thing is I'm going into this show. I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch it later on this week. Yeah. With zero expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna compare it to the live action or the the animated the animated, yeah. uh, the animated show. Because there's no way. That's its own charm. That's it has its own thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch it like its own thing. Yeah. Same thing with One Piece. One Piece, I'd never watched the anime. And as I'm watching the anime and you know finishing up the live mm-hmm. action show, I'm not putting the two side by side. I see that there's parallels in the story. But in terms of what's being shown in front of me, mm-hmm. it's completely different. That's the biggest complaint I've seen. I've heard that the other complaints that people have is that the story isn't well fleshed out. But that's where I want to see what you guys think because I'm not going to need convincing. Yeah. But I feel like it's good to see first because yeah. you've seen you've seen animated and yeah. live action. You mm-hmm. are only seeing the live action. I've only seen the live action. So what do you think of the two episodes so, so far? far? I mean, I told Nick I'm still not driven to keep going. Um, I don't know what it is about me and Avatar, but I'm not. There's nothing clicking when I'm watching it. I don't care for it. I think um, you, I think we know. I don't know. That's and I told him. I told him. I think what it is is that I don't care for Aang as a character. Okay. Um, and then also on top of that, I 
there is some characters that I did like that I was watching the live action and I liked the relationship. It was Zuko, mm-hmm. the, the, the the bad guy, the yes. prince, the prince and his uncle. Ira. Ira. The, yeah. yeah. The, and I love their back and forth. Their bantering is really great. That's what makes me kind of interested. I'm like, Oh, that's the only thing I'm kind of like, there's a lot of that. That's like, that's kind of like I'm tethering at right now. The animated uh, version of Avatar yeah. has that a lot, but that's it, what, essentially yeah. it's their growth because yeah. there come a point where Zuko doesn't feel like Iroh is any help to him. Mm-hmm. So they leave and there's a moment where they come back and they reconcile all their mm-hmm. basically sorrow. And Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, he's had so many years to that's, watch. That's it. the thing. I, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Honestly. But I mean, I've talked to Nick before we recorded, and uh, he, I, I don't know if you convinced me or we talked about it, but I am gonna try to watch book one of the animated show, mm-hmm. and then judge it from there. If it still hasn't grabbed me, at least I can say I I've watched. You and I have one. agreed that book one is the hardest one to like to watch because mm-hmm. it's slow. Is book one uh, the Blue Devil? He gets introduced yes. in that one, right? Mm-hmm. So the that... Blue Devil's in the, in the show too. He's in the live action. Okay. Mm-hmm. So book one, personally, I think is a little difficult to watch. Mm-hmm. But then if you can get through book one, mm-hmm. book two and book three are just like easy. Really? Because like, I really like book one, though. I, I, I really like book one. After the the reason why I like book one is because you get. <laughs> <Sean's> be, like, <laughs> no, but I, I do feel like you have some of the really cool, interesting character developments that if you don't have these character developments then in book two it doesn't work and that's the thing is that book one works if you haven't seen it for like I, we've seen it multiple times yeah so if i haven't seen the last airbender in so long i can rewatch book one and be like oh yeah this part's really great this development's really good the growth on this character is really interesting and so yeah there is a lot of character development but it's not a book that i can easily just put on and be like i'm gonna watch it over and over and over again i feel like for that easily for me is Cora had a stronger first season. Mm. To me, it, it had a stronger first season, and I think that it's an unfair comparison. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna put myself down on this. It is an unfair comparison because the world building's already there. It, Avatar did a lot for Cora. Avatar did a lot for Cora, and... but I did love the tension between Cora and um, the Zahir. Zahir, not Zahir. It's the um, the extremist who wanted to get rid of all bending. It's uh, not Zaheer. It's um, Aman. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aman is by far the best villain in. in I like Zaheer more, but Aman's a close second. Nah, Aman is the best. He's the scariest. Zaheer, hands down. Zaheer. 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 Henry really? Ra- Henry Rollins like okay. voiced the guy I'll, too. I'll give like, you an anarchist yes. being yeah. voiced by an anarchist. But also, the reason why I love Aman is because Aman is actually terrifying. Aman is terrible. Aman, uh, yeah. I feel like Aman is scarier than Zahir is. But Zahir had such a cool moment. Not only yeah, that, and he just straight up killed people too. Zaheer? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Zah- yeah. Zahir when he just like sucks the the air out of somebody. That's, Dope. That was oh, sick. Favorite scene, best scene in Korra, I think personally. Mm-hmm. Freaking, there's a explosive person. It's a it's a woman that's able to like shoot like explosives in her head. Meanwhile. Yeah, and uh, her head gets wrapped in metal. It's just this quick sequence that lasts no more than 10, 10 it's seconds. A, it's like, and then it cuts. Her head to gets covered. Else. Head blows up. Zahir just goes blank, and then he says, "Let go of all earthly tethers." And that's what he flies. Falls yeah, down the cliff, flies, and I remember watching that and going like, "Dude, well, okay, balls drop, dude." So, so here's here's my thing though. So for. For Avatar, the the actual first season, because I, I was asking my brother because he went in and 
just burned through Avatar in the last like two or three weeks. The show, the sh- the, the, the the cartoon. Okay. So he went through because we were telling because his boyfriend really wants to watch the live action and he and he was like, I want to watch it with you. So let's go ahead. And I'll finish the series. I asked him how he liked season one. And he goes, honestly, I got to season, I got to episode three. And then by the time I was into episode three, I burned through it because mm-hmm. I fell in love. The story building in season one, in book one, is very good. But not only that, but also it gives you the war. Because it gives you the lengths that people are taking to survive in this war. Yeah. Not only that, but also you are really feeling the pain. And it's it's really kind of in, like being like just smacked in on how much Aang has failed. So the then world. going with that idea, what is it about Aang that you don't like? I don't know. I just don't care for him. You just do you not like his personality. I or think that's what it is. Is, is it, it because yeah. he's too much of a kid in yeah. the time? Okay, that kind of makes sense. And I think like book one, at would, least because he. I mean, yeah. I can see the similarities when people because there are some people that do compare it to My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. and I can see the similarities with him and uh, Deku. But at the same time, I like Deku because I actually because he is so much of a nerd and a fanboy that I can relate to that more. Yeah, than, rather than Aang, who's just trying to run away from. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of gets me annoyed by him is that he knows he knows what he can do. He knows he's the next. He is the Avatar. But he just doesn't want to do it. And I, I'm like... My my big thing is that for... Because that only lasts six episodes. Like four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. In the actual cartoon. he It does. Because it, it lasts all the way up until he gets to about Kiyoshi Island. Uh, I would even go further out. It's when he gets to the Southern Air Temple and sees uh, Monkey Ash. Monkey well, they Ash? Do that, they do that kind of fast in the live action. No, it, well, that's episode like... Two or three. Because in the live action, when they go to the southern, episode, when they go to the southern air temple, it's like isn't, three. Isn't episode two they already get to? Oh no, episode island. one they're in. They're, yeah, they're, they're they're in the southern. Uh, oh, is that fast? Yeah. So the way that the show That's starts, spoiler. Yeah. yeah. The way that the show starts is the fall of the southern air temple. It's the night. It opens. It's, it's, you it, see a genocide. You just see a genocide. Dope. The the it, it well, I mean, it starts first. With uh, two Earthbenders, that, the episode is stealing. Episode one is called Ang. Yeah, right. it's called Ang. Yeah. Ang. No, it, no, no. He he pronounces it right. But anyway, the the <laughs> the thing just is decided to be like you. The uh, son of a bee. The the <laughs> thing is that they're uh, so the Earth Kingdom is trying to steal information. They end up stealing the information, and basically it says that the Fire Nation is going to attack Bossing Say. That is where their first attack is. And that's where they're going to attack first. They send it out to the Earth King. Everybody else in the world is going, we need Boomy? to stop. Huh? Is it Boomy or is it someone else? Somebody else. Because he's okay. not. He's in charge of Amashu. He's not in charge of Bossing oh, Sei. You're, you're, right, right. so you're right. Yeah. They're saying that he's going to attack the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So they're going, we need to protect the Earth Kingdom. He then, uh, what was it? King, um, Sozin then says, that's not our target. We have a bigger target. You're going to be looking this way, which means that we can attack the true thing that we want. And the way that the show did it is that all of the airbenders, well, a great majority of the airbenders are all at the Southern Air Temple because they're there for a comet festival. Basically, it's like a it's like a lunar festival that all the airbenders that's an are there for. They didn't include in the cartoon. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's interesting. And, and then what happens is that during the festival that's when the fire nation attacks and they even say on any other night 
you would have won. But tonight's not your night. And they're basically just burning through airbenders. Do you actually see people burn all Oh, yeah. You're, you're seeing oh, them yeah. scorched. Like people are actually like. <laughs> well, burning. no, they, they, yeah, they, the first, in the first like three minutes, you see an earthbender burned alive. Really? Yeah. yeah That's and, hardcore. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, Sozin, oh, which are, he goes to go hit Sozin, and then Sozin catches his hand, and then he goes, I have bigger ideals. Yeah. And then his hand starts heating up, and he goes, ah! And then yeah, you exactly. see his entire body getting engulfed in flame. Mm-hmm. That's hardcore. I mean, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Is it TV 14 cool. or PG? I think it's TV 14. I think it's TV 14. That's but uh, I the, the other one that was really interesting too <laughs> Burning was airbenders? so there was there garbage was, there, yeah but there was one where there was a, there was an airbender who's she has a tornado and she's like sucking in all this air and she's like making everybody else and there's a firebender who literally just adds all of this flame to the oxygen inside of it and she just toasts inside of this whirlwind and it's a fire tornado that yeah, yeah they show they show the brutality of firebenders yeah it, it, but that's the beauty about like the idea so what they do really well mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll wrap up right now but what they do really well in the in the animated show mm-hmm. is that they talk about like the consequences of bending the elements mm-hmm. so like fire is one of the most dangerous elements to bend because you it, could easily get burned and there's a there's an episode where iroh teaches zuko lightning how to mm-hmm. like bend it and he tells them it's like it's all about concentrating and making sure that you're transferring energy from here through your body and exiting the well, other way. He's redirecting. He's redirecting. Mm-hmm. But you have to have like patience and understand it because at any point you can actually get hurt. Is it Zuko that gets doesn't do it right and he like the lightning comes out of his chest? Uh yes. He no. actually gets or is it that it comes out from his back or something like that? No, 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 no. Uh it wasn't that it was he he gets shocked because Azula is trying to attack Katara. That's right. And she shoots at Katara. Like he's waiting for it to attack her, him. And then he sees she sees Katara and she throws it at her instead. Yeah. So it's And then he jumps in front of it. They talk about the elements in a way that's like without showing the genocide, because it's a kid's show. They try to show More genocides. By, by talking about mm-hmm. the elements. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel mm-hmm. and understand like the dangers of having this, which mm-hmm. again translates into the core. The main thing is that I noticed from this first book is that there isn't a lot of ang bending other elements okay which is i'm totally fine with so because like you don't have like you don't have ang trying to bend fire bending for the first time and him accidentally burning katara and making him afraid of fire bending so you don't have that um he's whenever katara is practicing he doesn't practice with her which i feel like would be an easy thing mm-hmm. and everything else um but what they're doing is they so they rearranged a lot of the stuff inside of uh, the first book, uh, one forty eight, when they rearranged a lot of things in it for convenience. So they moved characters all over the place. Mm-hmm. So instead of it being in the in the Western Air Temple, um, what was it? You have the Tinkerer, and now he's in Omashu. Did they bring Jet's, in the Tinker in this? The Tinker is in it, and he's in Omashu now. And then they got Jet, and they put Jet in Omashu. Jet's in the season two? Jet's in the season two. So is uh, the Duke. So is... That's understandable. All... They're just trying to make the show progress a lot faster. Because so, one, they don't know how many seasons they're going to get. And two, you're limited to, what, eight episodes? Yeah, not only that, but also they made uh, Jet a domestic terrorist. <laughs> he was a domestic terrorist. Yeah, but now he's just setting off bombs in Omashu. <laughs> okay, so they took his character away. <laughs> and they just made him a terrorist. 
Well, no, they, they still have his character and they still have everything else. Is he he's, still trying to fight for the people? He is still trying to fight for the people okay, by so murdering everyone else. they added the domestic else. terrorist to it. Okay. Yeah, and he's just so blowing... Domestic he's, terrorist with the capital D. And then he try, and like he tries to kill the Earth King. Like he tries to okay, kill Boomy. Okay, now Boomy. he's just a terrorist. Yeah, he he's tries back to be a terrorist. <laughs> yeah, he, he tries to kill Boomy with a bomb. Final thoughts. Me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's a show. <laughs> that, that, there you go. It exists. <laughs> you know... I don't know. I mean, I'll. I mean, like I said, I am gonna watch the animated uh, season one at least, or book one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the technical term is. Um, wow, but season I, one, who cares? Okay, season one. That's the thing. I don't know. I'm gonna have to have a It's book one. Okay, we'll call Fuck it off. off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am gonna watch it, and then I'll have my final say on it after that. But. I have a problem with if I'm calling it season one, yeah. come over to Undercity, buy a comic, then yeah. go kick his ass. And or I'll try. Just belittle you as I'm <laughs> ringing you up. Like. <laughs> Which oh my god I had I had customers there but I'll talk about it later. Okay, um, I enjoyed it. I you know what I had more fun than I thought that I was going to have. Bending looks really cool. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting developments that are going on, um, especially lightning. lightning bending. Uh, the thing? Yeah, as we'll talk later. You'll see it later. Yeah, it looks like it looks like it does look like you're feeling yourself. Yeah, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> Lightning. Okay. So anyway, so anyway, um, it looks really cool. I really like the way bending looks. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing it. I the do, movements are cool. Yeah. yeah the like, everything else. Looks like it. I do like some things that they're changing. Like I do like the fact that Zhao isn't Zhao is incompetent. I like the the fact that he's incompetent and he's being controlled by Azula. Oh. Dope. Okay. So so they got they brought in Azula like now. But the thing is that she's not there. She's sending letters and she's moving puzzle pieces around. Makes it better because that makes her smarter. Yes. So it, it makes her more intelligent and it also and because she keeps out thinking everybody. So she's telling so she's looking at a map and then looking at things and going, Where is Aang going? Do they have Ty Lee in there? Ty Lee is in there. Oh, thank God. All three dude. of them are in it. Yeah. She is my favorite. May, I love her. May, Ty Lee, and all them. The only thing I didn't like about it is their costumes looked very Saturday morning cartoon. Like Saturday morning it's TV okay. show like or Lee. novella. I love Ty Lee. Um, but I do like the characters. I, I liked Iroh. I liked Zuko's character. Sokka was fun. Like, Because the thing is that he's kind of bland character for the first couple of episodes. And then once you get to Kyoshi Island, which is, uh, the I think that's the second episode. Once he starts meeting, yeah. once he starts meeting the Kyushu oh, yeah, yeah, warriors, yeah. Yeah. he starts developing a little bit better. He was, yeah. What is it? The brother ends up kind of like getting to like a little Sokka. spar, yeah, spar yeah, with her, yeah. and I and it's fun, and you know, I'm I'm enjoying it. I was surprised that I was like, oh, I want to keep watching. Okay. So yeah. give it, definitely give it a chance. Watch no, it out. I'm gonna give it a chance. And uh, you know. D- Think about it the same way that the actor said. It is not a direct translation. It is a remake. Good or it's a remix. They, they they changed some things, but the heart is still there. Perfect. All right. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and wrap up this issue. Issue 187 to Keeping Up With The Nerds. Thank you so much for joining us. If you made it this far, don't forget to check out our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and x.com, Twitter. And check out our YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Keeping Up With The Nerds. Check out our audio platforms if you guys are on the go. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. With that said, are we ready to wrap the show up? This has been Keep It Up With The Nerds, issue 187. My name is Brian. Nick. Renee. Signing off from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time.
it up with the nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.